Oh man, three steps to spare. Never mind. <laughs> Oh shit, I'm gonna get my ass kicked, I think. Speaking of timber, <laughs> what the fuck is with your lore video? I'm like, <laughs> I got debated by his videos <laughs> the other day. I, despite the fact that I retweet everything that Team Retrosaurus members put out, I have not seen it yet. But I also am like, the new our Xenoblade 3 DLC came out, and I like have barely touched that because I'm like, I'm too tired to do anything. Speaking of too tired to do anything, hello. Welcome to another wonderful episode of the Podosaurus. I'm your host today, Ken. And with me, we have Man of the Hour, Lou. Yo, I'm in my new office now because I think this is the first episode we've recorded since I uh, moved. You moved. So <laughs> if the audio sounds wonky, I'm just going to apologize to Ken ahead of time and anyone listening because I'm still figuring out how it sounds because I went from being in my dining room to a basement room, which is like... I'd say like 90% finished off, but it does have concrete floors, so I'm sure it's going to bounce oh, around. Yeah. No, I might no, need like, to I'm, get some panels or something. I'm, I'm hearing it slightly now, but I was like, I was like, unless you brought something up to it, I wasn't really paying attention, but now I can kind of hear it, the echoing. If I, um, if I have like the ability or something later, I might, um, I have like a closet down here, and if I can get that all like set up and stuff, maybe I can turn that into a recording booth and just put some panels in there and stuff like that. That way, like the sound isn't bouncing off like concrete in a big open room like it's okay it's, it's not as bad as it was when i moved in like when we moved in there was nothing in here it was like screaming down a tunnel but now like i have all my shit and stuff on the walls and and shelves so like it's helping to dampen it a little bit but i still need like a rug or some kind of carpeting because the floor does a lot more like echoing than you would think Mm. I mean, yeah. it's, at least it's better sounding than what mine is right now, where I just have birds just chirping like freaking crazy. <laughs> I mean, I'll take the birds over the uh, over the um, I almost said vacuum cleaner over the lawnmower, <laughs> the outside vacuum. Man, the speaking outside. of that, I have to mow the lawn now. I hate it so much. Yeah. How's a, how's adulting that. now? Like more so. <laughs> So I haven't had to mow a lawn or do any lawn care in eight years, and I hated doing it then. Like I might, I have like really bad like grass allergies and like just pollen stuff. Like, like my seasonal allergies have gotten worse, and it always hits really hard right now. And it's every time I mow, like my um my eyes get red or like you know my nose runs stuff like that. You might just hear some beeping. Girlfriend just got home, and she's probably gonna scream at Ruba. Yep, <laughs> you're Ruba. That's what she does when she gets home. Uh, but it's just weird having to do this stuff now. Like, yeah. 
And not just having to do it again in adulting, it's also caring about it. Because, like, before, when I was, like, a, like you know, a teenager, and then, like, in my 20s, living at home, I'd go to mow the lawn. I didn't use a trimmer or anything. I didn't give a shit. But now I'm like, oh, well, I have to go and, like, get it, like, I have to get the trimmer, and now I have to, like, clean up the edges so it looks nice, so it doesn't look all dumpy. I hate caring about that. Now I do. It makes me feel so old. It doesn't help. I just turned 34, so, like, I feel like an old man. Like, no, this is going to be my life in about... A year and a half from now, guys. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like I said, I'm I'm in the I'm in the middle of doing the paperwork for um from for marrying my girlfriend and getting them over here and to be with my daughter. And that shit sucks. <laughs> mm. That shit sucks. And the fact that literally I'm in a time crunch because. Due to the precedency that might change mm-hmm. or might not change, if it does, I'm kind of screwed because depending on certain parties, they might ask for stricter border control and visa mm-hmm. um, control. And if that happens, I'm kind of fucked. <laughs> yeah. And I'm sure you also want to get that done before the kid like starts going into school. Yeah. Like, yeah, at like least before kindergarten she, stuff. Before she's five, that's like my mm-hmm. the latest. Because the earlier she, she starts in, like especially like an English speaking environment, the the quicker she'll pick up on it. Yeah. By the way, like I just sent I just sent you this thing in the group chat here. Apparently, in the Pokemon store, they had these these special like eco friendly Pikachu dolls, and all of them are like different in some way shape or form oh i see they all have different like uh, facial expressions or ears are down or up or something like that yeah 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 so it's very interesting and speaking now speaking you're gonna of collect po- one of each no 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 i'm not gonna do that i'll probably get, i'll probably get one my daughter my daughter finally found out about um video games the other day because she was seeing mm. she saw the the advertisements for the Super Mario movie going on right now in Japan because that comes out this week at time of mm. recording, and she's like, "Oh, what's what is all these characters going around?" It's saying Wahoo, Wahoo, <laughs> Wahoo, and Boozer. She's she's very scared of Boozer. You mean Koopa, Boozer, King Koopa, King Koopa. But I I haven't yet I have yet to see the movie yet so yeah I haven't seen it either I like I'm not I have like five percent interest in seeing the movie it's like not even like like Chris Pratt being in it is like a is like has been like a big detractor of me caring but like there's other people in it but like I just yeah. for some reason just not interested right now I guess like I like I'm and like just to like compare it to something I'm very interested in see interested in seeing Sonic two I have not done that yet. <laughs> So, like, it doesn't matter my motivation to see a movie. It just never happens. Mm-mm-mm-mm-mm-mm. I heard it's good. I do, I do, I do have the, the files if you want it for Sonic. <laughs> I I'm, Honestly, I might grab or just buy the movies at some point because the Blu-rays are always, like, a double Good. pack for like 10 bucks or something so it's like that also is like another deterrent because I'm like well it's always on sale and cheap so there's no reason to buy it now when I could buy these lovely stupid memory no, but, card things but, for my but, Digimon but you, watch you could have you, you could have got the special edition one where it has freaking freaking 
Dr. Oh, the Sonic 2. <laughs> yeah, the Sonic 2. <laughs> yeah, the Sonic 2 box. I wish. That would have been really cool. But I'm, pre- I'm pretty sure whenever whenever they're doing the third one... Oh, well, they're doing Knuckles right now. Mm. Oh, is Knuckles getting a spinoff movie? Yeah, Knuckles is getting a spinoff movie. And I don't know if that's going to be three or it's going to be a spinoff of itself. But if they do do three, I'm pretty sure they're going to do the ripoff of Sonic 3's cover. I mean, I'll take it. Like, that's one of those things. I'm like, this is good nostalgia bait. This is the kind of nostalgia bait I want. Yeah. <laughs> like, I'm just like, that thing you liked is back. And I'm going to be like, hey, this thing you like has something completely different, but here's an homage. I'm like, that's how you do it. That's how yep. you do it right. I still think, that reminds me, I still need to see Detective Pikachu. I heard it was, like, good. It's it's good to see them in the real world. Like I mm-hmm. I would I wouldn't be it, it's a little bit of a departure because it's like 90% the same story, but like 10% mm-hmm. like different because the game didn't have a decisive ending, I think if I remember correctly. Mm-hmm. Was it based on po- Oh, the 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 Detective Pikachu game. I forgot about that game. I even have, like, the first episode of it. Yeah, and because of that, I think they had to change the ending, or they're alluding to this is what the ending's supposed to be. Mm -hmm. So, there's that. And it gives me solitude to be like, if they were to make a Pokemon series, yeah, Mm -hmm. the the, the graphics and the the CGI and the design that they, they did into integration into the real world was really good, so... Yeah, I, I heard that they hired, um, like, a fan artist, kind of, that, like, specialized in making realistic-looking Pokemon, like, you know, if they were, like, real, and did, like, such a good job, they hired them, which yeah. I don't know if that's a fake story or not, but I heard that, and I'm like, oh, that kind of pans, because, or, you know, tracks out, because the, everyone said, oh, they actually kind of look at, like, you'd expect, like, a Pokemon to look, if they mm. were, like, you know, real. Which is something, like, Sonic initially did not understand. Yeah. <laughs> like... <laughs> That that first original Sonic, I I just don't know because so, there's no way be, that they because you know for a while everyone's like oh maybe they did it just to like build traction no because people didn't get paid more for it they had a yeah. crunch to get that out and there's no way they'd be like yeah people are gonna love this unless they were out of touch boomers at the helm and they made riffs about that have you seen mm-hmm. well I'm pretty sure you haven't seen it but in the the latest Chip and Dale movie that came yeah, out last year. Yeah, I heard about year. it. Like, Ugly Sonic is just in there as a character selling autographs or something. Yeah, and it's like a rejected thing. Like, all the designs have, like, personalities, and they're just like, oh, yeah, no, I got panned for this this job kind of thing. That's, like, fun. Like, Sega is self-aware enough to, like, mostly take a... A pot Mostly shot take at any criticism. They get. Yeah. <laughs> like, they, they, they can take the, take the hit. They're just like, okay. And, like... They've been, like, that's, like, one of the few companies, like, I wish they would do more of the things I want them to do, but they still seem to be in touch with their fan base for the most part. Yeah. It's still weird to think that, like, they're mostly known now for Yakuza. (laughs) I'm, I'm, I'm not. By the way, because of the Golden Week sale, on Steam, all the main QDU games are $35. So basically, so, just everything but seven. Everything but, right se- everything but and seven. Everything but seven and Judgment and Ishin. So, 
Ishin's too new, I think, to be on sale. Which, well, it was down to forty bucks on Amazon a little while ago, but then it was, went back up to fifty something. I wanted to grab that. I really want to play Ishin. I'm just like, I don't think it's gonna be that hard to find Yakuza games anymore, like it used to be. Like they'd yeah. only do a few prints. Like I still don't have Kiwami Two. I need a copy of Kiwami Two really bad. That's the only mm-hmm. one I'm missing. But like they just became so hard to find after a bit. Like I was like struggling to find the remastered collection. Um, physical until someone's like, hey, I accidentally got a second copy. Do you want to buy one off me? And I did. So it's it's very interesting overall just to see how Sega has shifted gears to this. I mean, mm-hmm. hell, the they just finished their, their hunt for the the Kapakura models for the next game. Mm. Like, they made it a huge social media thing. And, like, one of the... Oh, yeah, I think I saw you retweet that. Yeah, one of the fans, like, an, an ex-VTuber, I, well, she is still a VTuber, but, like, one of the major VTuber people was, like, a huge fan of the Yakuza games. Her original Hello Live model was based, named, after QDU. <laughs> so... And everything about her design and all her goods were based off a of Yakuza. Or, sorry, mm. like a dragon. But, and she was able to be one of the main hostess in the game, and she got picked. And I'm just, like, so, I'm well, hey, I'm so happy for her because, you know, I it's probably a dream for her to be picked for mm. one of these games. And B is, you know, it's, it's very interesting to see how Japan shifted in culture zeitgeist for yakuza because everyone was like oh yeah it's that wacky game it's not like this cultural Mm -hmm. event where they're like hey we're gonna do like um, america's next stop model kind of thing because they had like actual like auditions and you could see the audition process and stuff like that was very very interesting to see on a commoner's level to see what they were doing to try to pick a major portion of the game that everyone's really excited for because it's going to be the Capricorn game and it's going to be back for since since Kiwami 2 so how we get here <laughs> I, don't, I don't know remember oh Sega Sega but yeah no how, how have you been besides that <laughs> uh I've been fine it just we're like we're like I said we're like pretty um, settled in the house, just, you know, um, just getting used to everything still. Like, I, we finally, I finally got to a point and realized the other day, like, that the old place doesn't feel like home anymore, because I went over to, like, especially, like, yesterday, or, yeah, I think it was yesterday, I went to go pick up a package that got sent there instead, and, like, I just look at the place, and it doesn't look familiar to me at all anymore, even though it is, like, nothing's changed, it's just like, yep, this isn't home anymore, so, it's just been nice to kind of just start to relax, at the new place and just feel like I'm in my own space again and stuff. So I heard the puppy. I didn't know she was running downstairs or not. No, she, you might hear footsteps. The dog is running back and forth upstairs on the hardwood floor and my mic might pick it up. Yeah, I heard a little bit of it. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, she just, she's zooming because uh, girlfriend just got home. But like, it's just, it's been like so less stressful here because like just life has gotten so much less stressful. I still have other problems you know, like I normally do, but, like, I don't have to wake up the ass crack of dawn and make sure the dog gets exercise and try to walk her, and every time she goes out, I don't need to be with her anymore. Like, it's just, just open the door, the dog goes out, keep an eye on her out through the window, and, like, just, I don't know, life just feels a lot 
easier right now. It's kind of nice <laughs> for the first time in years. It just I'm almost stressed out by how relaxed I am, if that makes any sense. <laughs> like, that's the thing now. It's like, ah, oh, I'm so relaxed. Mike, something must be wrong, though. There's no way you should be feeling like this. Oh, my God. The dog is just going crazy. <laughs> and, like, um, I've been getting through, like, finally sit down and trying to play more games offline. Uh, finally finished Elden Ring. Oh, God. Which, it was fun. That, did you play that? I mean, I never finished it because it was just, just too much. I'm just like, I don't oh, know where is. to go. I mean, like, 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 I took a year break from it. <laughs> like, I, like I said, the the major problems that I have with these types of games is I, I, I need an indicator of where the fuck to go. Like, mm. give me give me a fucking bone. I'm not, I don't, I, see, I don't want to say I don't care about exploration and stuff like that, but I'm just here to have a good time and play the game. If your whole thing of the game is go out and explore, the story will find you. Fuck off! I don't want to do that. That's why I took yeah, especially so with a game long. like that where like the story is so hard to like follow. And like yeah. that, I, I'm like you too. I'm here for a good time, not for a long time. Like exploring stuff's fine and stuff, but like after a while, I was just like, where is the plot point? And, like, one of the big things you can get in the game are, like, great runes. When you beat a big, like, a boss, you go and get their great rune, which gives you powers, like, you know, like, some like a, some kind of buff. They all do something different. When I started the game, I missed the first one until, like, hour 45. I had beaten the boss, but I had no, no understanding that I needed to go and get something. And, like, I restarted the game, too, after I beat it, and I went there, too, and I'm like, I don't remember how to get this thing. So I walked away again, because it doesn't... <laughs> doesn't explain anything and i think that's fine for people who like that but like there should be a would you like us to explain shit mode <laughs> like just be like can you just highlight things or it doesn't have to be someone pointing a finger all the time but just something a, a quest log would be nice yeah and you know like i get it like this this game is literally for for people like timber that just mm-hmm. want to find one thing and that thing will send them off 25, 30 minutes to an hour about this one little fucking like got m- minor character guy that mm. you will have nothing to deal with 17 hours later. I'm, like, I get that. But for me, I'm just like, I need to know where to go. Just tell me where to go. Give me mm-hmm. give, give me a mode that just says, okay, you just want to enjoy playing the game for, for story's sake. And that's, mm-hmm. that's, that's one of the reasons why I'm getting so difficultly attached to God of War right now with Ragnarok. Mm-hmm. And I've, I've mentioned this many times beforehand because... One of the major criticisms that I have a guy war is it's just too big for its own fucking good. Like yeah. I, I like I get it, I understand, but the thing is, just give me something to do. You give me the areas where and it gives you a straight shot of what to do for the story, and I get that. But the thing is, there's a lot of things of like, hey, let's go check this out. This seems interesting. Okay, well, let me go check this out. Two hours later, well, that was a hold or nothing, and you only get, like, a buff for, like, your health. Mm-hmm. And I died, like, three times for no apparent reason. And that, that that's the only thing that's, like, keeping me from this. Like, not even Horizon was that bad, and, and Forbidden West is a massive fucking game. 
But it got to the point where, for Ben West that I know where I'm going because of just how that style of game is. And which reminds me, I have to go get the the DLC because All the wild. I, yeah, I I need to go finish it. So there's there's a lot of things. Like to be honest, if if I wasn't streaming Breath of the Wild, I don't think I would have finished it. I legit mm-hmm. think I wouldn't have finished Breath of the Wild. Like I had to push myself and playing it on stream pushed myself to go and play the game. <laughs> yeah, I'm that's why I'm like speaking of that I'm like that's why I'm not too excited for Tears of the Kingdom because it's I don't know. I haven't even watched the trailer. Before we get on that though, I do want to circle back like after I finished Elden Ring because like yeah. I have the same problems you do with open world stuff. I went back to play Bloodborne, which I still get lost in that game. But what's really nice is like when you play it's... through like their older ones, there are only, there's a finite amount of places you can go. You'd be like, I don't know where to go, but then you walk into a door and you're like, I can't get through this door, and like then you go back the other way. Like there's a finite amount of places to go, secrets and stuff like that you have to look up. But like it's not as bad as Elden Ring where you're like. So I can just go anywhere, and the story doesn't really... Like, not none of their stories ever make any sense. And, like, Bloodborne's story is just people saying blood in different inflections and intonations. That is the story. It's fine. <laughs> it's fine. And, I like it. And, like, I get it, because, you know, Sekiro was fairly similar in that vein. I'm, I'm, it's, like, the midpoint of what they wanted to do with Elden Ring and, and Bloodborne. In, mm-hmm. in sort of just world building and world design because Sekiro is fucking huge but the difference Mm -hmm. between Sekiro and and Elden Ring is that for the most part if you just go straight you will bump into something story related whether you're ready for it or not that's a whole Mm -hmm. other thing but at least you'll reach something for story's sake Not, not like Elden Ring if I go straight I will probably hit something but it's nothing relating to the story. Like for example, mm-hmm. I was meaningless for a long time. I didn't even know where to go to get the 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 lady. <laughs> and I think you have to go to a specific bonfire to do it, and you can just miss that. And like, I know every single Souls game, you can't level up until you do something. Like it's not like you can't start the game and immediately level up. You have to do something. Like in Bloodborne, you have to see a boss for the first time and win or die. You just have to see it, and then when you go back to the Hunter's Dream. You have um, the ability to level up. In Dark Souls 3, you have to beat a boss, get the sword, get to the place, like the, the like you know, your home, like your hub, and then you can finally start to level up once you get there and put, put that in the, the ground, I believe. And in Elder Ring, it's the same thing, but what the problem with that is those other games, you're pretty much on a straight line path where you're going to run into the thing that is going to make you or give you the ability to level up to do stuff like that and like you need to meet the maid in elden ring but like say you decide you like look over where that where the bonfire or the graces that you're supposed to go but you go the other direction yeah yeah. and you have to go to specifically that one to get that ability it's like it should just be at any grace that you go to after the first one triggers that like i just feel like that is a really dumb design design decision on their part because it's like you want people to go do whatever they want, but you give them that option, but they have to go to an unmarked location that they just have to know that that is the specific one to do. Because my friend, I think, like, was stuck on, like, for an hour without with the ability. It's like a fourth... It's like the fourth major bonfire, too. Mm-hmm. In that map area. 
And, like, I get, like, they probably figured, oh, you'll probably want to see what's up this way in this castle at some point. But you can also just go the opposite direction and go somewhere else completely different. You can end up on, like, the southern part of the map and still not have the ability to level up. Yeah. So it's like, why? Why? <laughs> why and you, you could meet. This? You can meet three. Uh, one major boss, because it's the guy on the horse. But mm-hmm. three little dungeon areas, like the wolves and stuff like that. And you might not be able to even level up. Yeah. It's, it's it's a questionable design that, like, what sucks about that, and that's, like, that's one of those franchises that you're, like, almost unable to critique or criticize in any way online without people just coming at you. There's, yeah. like, yeah, there's, like, a few series that are like that. I feel like Final Fantasy is one of those that if you talk shit or like what people perceive as you talking shit about one of the wrong ones you're gonna get so much flack for it because well, it's yeah like i get that it's 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 very interesting like for example i got i got into it about with with michael's from from ongaku about this mm-hmm. because he he's very very turned off about 16 mm-hmm like and I get it, I get it because he's he's he's, he's a traditional RPG guy. He wants turn base. Oh, he's, he's like, traditional oh, well. on something. Yeah, 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 yeah. Surprise, <laughs> surprise, <laughs> surprise about that. But he he wants traditional JRPG style of games, and he's like, he was like, oh yeah, what does it mean to be a Final Fantasy game? Meh, 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 meh. I got I got kind of I got really irritated at that because I was like, look, you. I'm pretty sure you're under the same assumption with this. Final Fantasy now is not a niche game. It's literally mm-hmm. it's literally the the gateway drug into Japanese RPGs or RPGs in general now. It for, for the West that is if people think of JRPG or, or RPG like they will be like, "Oh, Final Fantasy." Like, yeah. there might be other Western ones, like Skyrim, where people pop in. But, like, you're like, what is a Japanese RPG? And they can be like, oh, Final Fantasy. Yeah. Like, that's and, what it is. And Like, for me, like, I got into this whole thing, especially with the showcase. When the showcase got over, I, I know people were going to be chirping about 16 and saying, oh, it's too action-y. It's too action-y. Mm-hmm. And I get it. I get that. It might not be you. And then you don't need to play the game. Who gives a fuck? Yeah. You don't, don't need to like, chirp about it either. <laughs> Like I'm, in, I'm kind of in the camp where like every time I see the stuff, I'm like, it just doesn't look like. At the moment, I have very little interest in 16. Yeah. Because um, like I can see in some regards, people are like, oh, it doesn't look like Final Fantasy because it is so actiony to an extent. But I think for me, it's just more of like the heavy dark turn kind of. I'm like, I just don't know if I'm in the mood for that. Yeah. But like Final Fantasy, like there's two series I, I can compare side by side. That have like very similar trajectories of change, Final Fantasy, and of course, because even though I hate talking about it, Resident Evil, like because people be like, oh, this doesn't look like insert game series here. This doesn't look like a Final Fantasy. This doesn't look like Resident Evil. Define what that means. Define. Give me a single definition for one of these two series that applies to every single one in it, every single entry. And you can't because yeah. like the original like Final Fantasies, like the first three, they did not have ATB gauges. Uh, four, five, and six. They added ATB, um, more actual characters in the games that were actual characters, um, and like a lot of quality of life changes to those. Like, like, and even as much as I am hypercritical of six, 
6 like really set a higher bar for the series and then 789 none of those are like 789 there is nothing similar about any of them except yep. maybe ATB gauges like you know party members that you can't like I think 7 has the most in common with the older games 7 and 9 to an extent but like they're all still very different and then 10 came out changed things again 11 was online 12 was a radical departure in some ways 13 was more of an interactive movie like i can say this in the nicest way possible 13 was an was an interactive cin- cinematic experience it was less game more interactive like more interactive movie in a lot of ways 14 another one that was online that's very different than how 11 did it 15 yep. was uh very different from the from all those it was you know actiony seven a remake is very actiony as well and 15 is just kind of taking that even more but like you can see like every three games or so it's fairly different and like they don't even relate to each other a lot of the times mm-hmm. and like resident evil was the same way one two and three and code veronica to a, to an extent they're all you know top down zombie games fixed camera angles tank controls four five six those are when they got really actiony and even more like like you know action movie like and then they like went to the first person ones and those are very different and now like the new remake style that's also kind of different like these these are series that don't have a a single identity for every entry even like, yeah. just even counting the main series ones so when people like sorry i went off on a big tangent here no but no, like no, that's why fine. like that's why like even like for me who's not super interested in 16 i don't think it doesn't look like final fantasy i wouldn't be like oh this doesn't even really because you can't it does, that doesn't exist that doesn't mean anything yeah it, most it, series that have been doesn't. around for 20 30 years now or more it, with the exception of maybe dragon quest very few of them resemble their original games yeah and you know get, case in point he's a huge fan of dragon quest <laughs> mm-hmm. so <laughs> of course like even like as far like far back as twenty years ago in Final Fantasy, that was Final Fantasy ten. Ten looks nothing like one. Ten's yeah. like I think ten. Well, ten might like have a little bit in common because it like you know it issued the ATB gauges and brought in the conditional battle system, but like everything was so different. Like there was defined characters, defined character classes per character, and then you could kind of like do whatever the fuck you wanted with their growth. Like. It it was it's very different and like that even took like storytelling the series to another height like there people are like I know I'm like probably the worst person to say that like yeah. to like to fight this but it's like people are like so stuck on clinging to the past of what like some some idea in their head they're they're stuck on the idea of what something is to them or their perception of something that they made up in their head it's like mm-hmm. when people get stuck on their head cannons for stuff. Yeah. And they're mad that what they see doesn't affect what's in their what is in their perception or their headcanon for something. It's like it's not it's not how that works. Yeah. Like no one needs to adhere to what's in your your brain for this. You know, like I would like to to put a pin on this because I I would honestly would want to have this conversation with B to oh, to yeah, be the... precise because I think B would be a perfect person to to talk more more in depth about this because mm-hmm. I'm just like for me they need to change otherwise if they didn't change as much as they did then the series wouldn't have gotten as popular mm-hmm. because of the and fact like, that it shook it up things for a broader audience like to to say anything like for for me final fantasy is the broadest of uh, all broad games for japanese rpgs mm-hmm. 
Like, like that 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 is the most accessible series because it's also yes. a series where you don't need to play the previous ones for the most part to play yeah. the next one. Anyone can jump in anywhere. There is probably unless you just really don't like the idea of RPGs, there is something in that series for everybody. Like I know some people are like, Oh, I like Final Fantasy, my favorite one's fifteen. That's where they started with it, because it was action, it was more um easier for them to approach to it because they didn't understand the menus and stuff. But then some people are like, Oh, I really like seven. It's stuff like that. There's something for everyone. Yeah. And yeah. like like for for me, like when when we get to this, when sixteen finally comes out, I will be very interesting to see the Well, A the the system itself, because I've seeing it through the showcase made it very, very interesting that there's gonna be a lot of freaking things going on. And I, mm-hmm. I wonder how this 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 thing is going to be in motion. Granted, I said the same exact thing with Seven remake, and Seven remake was, for the most part, all right. Mm-hmm. Now Seven remake, I, ca- I have a lot of um, a lot of fixes I would implement, but yeah, it's fine. Yeah, uh, and like I said, if you when you play intermission, I think it addresses a lot of that. It addresses a lot of that, that. With, 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 with Yuffie. With Yuffie, and I started that one day and I just didn't get very far. I, don't, I think I <laughs> got out of the. I think I beat the Scorpion boss, and I was like, okay, I'll come back to this. <laughs> but yeah, with, with, with I just want to see how fifteen affected the seven remakes of mm. the other games with Rebirth and all that stuff. I I kind of want to see how it affected that because mm. I'm pretty sure it won't affect Rebirth, but I'm pretty sure it'll affect whatever the third game is going to be yeah. in terms of how the system mm. evolved over time. I do want to say one more thing about, like, just overall, like, people's perception of the 16 and stuff. Like, one thing is people also need to, like, realize is there are other franchises out there. There oh, yeah. are other series. There are, like, because one thing I do feel like people get stuck on is a name. That's the whole thing. People are stuck on a name. I know I'm kind of, re- re- like, retreading, like, people, like, you know, what's people's heads. Like, people are stuck on a name when I feel like we're at a point with a lot of game series where the name just like, is there now but like because like you know resident evil's changed so much like what is it and it doesn't it doesn't matter it's just whatever they want it to be like very few franchises are what they were when they begin with and like people are just stuck on names they are yep. stuck on a name and what that name meant what when they were one, a kid. one one of the things that i'm looking forward to is i'm really hoping for whenever persona 6 comes out i hope it just becomes an action rpg game because of the fact that that's one of the last couple of art jrpg games or japanese rpg games that is still semi-turn based there's only several mm. of them now yeah and that's, I, I that's, am surprised i wonder if strikers was their attempt at seeing how people felt because i didn't play it but seeing how people felt about an action persona game because that was an easy way to test the waters of changing up the gameplay by saying it was like not a main series game, but like a you know a sequel, like how they did Arena, with like okay yeah. we can see how people feel about this, and then you know back off if they don't like it. Yeah, so like that's what I was thinking because honestly, whenever six happens, they they need to mature. They need to mature that franchise very much so because I think the first things first is getting it out of high school, <laughs> mm-hmm. which they, I don't think they'll do because it's. 
Like, I know first and foremost, the uh, audience for Persona will always be Japanese players, and Japan's just obsessed with either junior high or high school, so I guess, thank God, they pick high school in this scenario, but, like, (laughs) it's one of those series which I still think they need to at least acknowledge that they do have fans outside of the country, or outside of the country, that maybe want something that's more in line with... If if Air? not a they if want? not a, like if not adult then you can give me college 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 yeah, is I mean the oh, they could, they could easily like I mean we both went to a Japanese college like it still operated more or less like a high school in some regards just without a uniform yeah it's like they could still do a lot of that stuff like from my understanding everyone still had like set class periods and stuff like that oh but, yeah like it was like a college setting where they still were a little bit free, you know, had stuff like that, but they still went Monday through sometimes Saturday and had a normal schedule. Japan loves its structure. Yep, yes it does. Yes it does. But, yeah, no, I've... People I mean, need we'll, to play Star Ocean. Yeah, and that, that's another game that I'm just like, I need to probably get into. Well, Star Ocean, and I need Star to Ocean. choose... Xenoblade. I need to. I really need to sit down one of these days and play Xenoblade. The thing is, it's because it's on the Switch. It's a little bit more mm-hmm. difficult for me. <laughs> yeah, um, I've been. I've been playing. I started the DLC for three. Before I get into that, real quick though, um, on the Star Ocean thing, as of this recording on PlayStation Network, there is a uh, sale for what is it um golden week and pers- and um star ocean 3 hd and star ocean 4 4k hd remaster are both like eight dollars and some change so please get them because i would like to get star star ocean 2 uh second evolution r over in the west and that requires yeah. all of you guys to buy the stuff and to get in the series because i have done as much as i can because there's a finite amount of stuff you can buy <laughs> <laughs> Please. Yeah, I um I started the Xenoblade 3 DLC. Uh so far it's good. I know you haven't played have you played any of the series at all? No, 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 no. So like I said, I that's the other games that I'm just like that other series that I've just been hearing a lot of good things about it, but like I said, because it was just st- stuck on Nintendo for the most part mm-hmm. it was a little bit difficult for me to get into I will say what's really nice about um, well I don't I won't get into spoilers for the DLC because like in one you don't know any of it so it wouldn't really do much anyway but also anyone listening and I've also only gotten like an hour and a half into it one thing Monolith is really good at doing is taking like systems or like you know, like stuff from previous games that people are like ah eh, whatever and bringing it back and making it, like, an important feature that's fun. Like, side quests in the first game um, were, like, they brought those, like, those were mostly fetch quests. In the second game, they turned them into time-based merc missions, like, real lifetime. And then, like, people didn't like that. So they brought them back in 3 and made all of them basically all the world building. And all the, the store, like, the side missions were actually fun, or they included, like, level, like finding new heroes or leveling up your heroes, stuff like that. And then they, they all the games, um, well, 1 and... Torna, which was the DLC for two, they had this thing where community. In the first game, oh my god, the community web, every character you talked to went on this community map. Like, everyone that, like, was important, which, like, most of the NPCs, like, they would have different interactions with the characters, and you would have to raise your community level in every area to, like, five to unlock certain stuff. And they brought that back in this DLC, 
um, where like you'll meet them and like everything you do gives you AP, which is how you level up your characters this time around. It's like very straightforward leveling them up. It's kind of like some systems from one came back for this. Um, everything you do gives you AP to level up your characters. That includes like prior games would have like a bestiary where you would like go through and like um, you know every time you kill an enemy you like you know it adds it to it. Well, they'd have like how many you need to get. Like you need to kill three of these crabs or something like that. Well, that gives you AP. Everything you do gives you like it, they made it so everything is worth doing now. Like every item you pick up, every enemy you run into, every character you talk to, everything's worth interacting with because you get points to make your character stronger. And like this company is really good at doing that. And it's, it was a surprise to me to even see it because it's something I would skip most of the time in the previous games. Mm-hmm. They have the, the my only criticism of it so far is like the voice actors are not my favorite, but they're slowly growing on me. It might be because one of the characters looks like Shulk that you that you run into. <laughs> so if you've seen it, like it's not any too much of a spoiler. It's just something you see in this the like all the promo art and everything has this guy in it. But he looks like Shulk, but it's not him. He has a different voice and a different. Uh, name and everything he's a different guy but it's just so weird seeing him with a different voice and just like the something's wrong then the main character's voice has been growing me i need to see where the guys locate like the voice actors from but he keeps saying a line when he's fighting he's like i'm full of beans and i know that's a phrase (laughs) but it just makes me laugh so much and then there's another one where he's just like ah i got punched in the face again i'm just like what the fuck are you doing over there (laughs) and like all their like battle quotes are just like cracking me up but I'm hoping, like, by the time we record again, I'll have finished it, because I think it's, like, maybe 15 to 20 hours long. Does this have to do with this weekend? I'm, like, single-parenting the dog while girlfriend's out of work, or out of, out of town. I'm just gonna... Oh, yeah. Weed's legal in Missouri now, so I just got edibles. I'm just gonna take an edible, pet the dog, and play Xenoblade over the weekend. And try awesome. And get, try to get uh, Golden Rapid Mon on my V-Watch. I'm, pr- I'm pretty sure... Luna has partaken on that many of times mm. now. <laughs> oh man, like sidebar on that. Is it legal in, in Hawaii? I'm pretty sure it is. <laughs> Do you don't know though? I, I don't um, partake, so it's not something that I've actively looked for. <laughs> but what? if it is, then I would have called the guy. Go- I would call the cops on the, my next door neighbor's two doors over already. <laughs> Let me see. Um, can you buy edibles in Hawaii? Hawaii's, Hawaiian. Oh, yeah, since 2021. You can go to a, a dispensary. Um, yeah. You guys have been able to get that stuff. Um, I know it's not for everybody. I went with my friend over the week, over last weekend to get stuff. That yeah. was the most efficient place I have ever been in my life. You had to, like, <laughs> give them your ID. They had to, like, because, like, you, it's like buying anything like that. Like, you know, it's like a little more than when you buy, um, like, alcohol, you have to show your ID here. But there they have to, like, there's a barcode on the back of your ID, I guess, something like that, and they have to scan it, like, because I guess you only can buy so much per day, like, one transaction per day or something. Yeah. And, like, I don't know, who, who's buying more than one transaction per day? And, like, I think you have a limit on how much you actually can buy, like, um, like just amount-wise. So we go in there, they, like, they do that, like, they take our IDs, do that, buzz us in, because it's, like, behind a locked door. And go and get in line. You just tell the people what you want. You're like, I want this and this. And like, okay, do you want this flavor or that? And you just tell them what you want. Like, okay, you pay this. And since they still can't take credit cards and stuff, they basically function as an ATM and then just give you change back. It's a very odd scenario. <laughs> but like, 
I was like, because like if say like mine was like forty five for the things I bought, they like charged me fifty and then gave me back five dollars and change because that's like an ATM, like how much you can get from an ATM. And like this is odd. We were in there for like five ten minutes tops. It was an it was a weird experience, but I'm happy that I can just do that now because I hate drinking nowadays. Yeah, I think no, Japan I... absolutely killed my desire or ability or or want to drink. It, it's kind of sad. So, like my my girlfriend, she doesn't drink. So, mm. and and <laughs> I mean, it 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 stems because of certain other reasons happened. Mm. So she doesn't drink no more, and so that means I kind of had to give up drinking as well. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Even though she's like, no, you can still drink. I'm like, no, it, it feels kind of bad if I just drink all around you <laughs> kind of thing. Mm-hmm. So now I need to find something else that kind of gets me motivated. <laughs> well, now you know it's legal in, in Hawaii. Yeah, <laughs> but I would I wait for... until all that stuff is done. Uh-uh-uh. <laughs> 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 I need to turn in this form. I'm so stressed. Let me go take an edible. Oh shit! It's three days later, and I didn't do the form. <laughs> For me, what it does, like I like I like got the ten milligram ones, and I cut it into fourths, and like a fourth is fine. If I take the whole yeah. one, eventually, I'm like ah, oh. like I still get to that feeling of like how you are when you're drunk a little bit, but yeah. I don't get the hangover. I don't feel groggy the next day, and I mostly just want to eat salty snacks. Like, the day I got them, I, I had one, and we didn't have any chips, no pretzels, nothing in the house. All I had was sugar candy, and which I usually love, but I'm like, I just want, I just want pretzels. <laughs> that made me so sad. <laughs> so there you go. I, I contemplated whether or not I should have had something before tonight, but I'm like, ah, it's during the week. It's during the week. I will absolutely go off on tangents otherwise. More, worse than normal. <laughs> Also, we might get be getting beeping from my Digivice watch thing here in a minute because oh, I, I was keep gonna... moving my arms and the and it has like thirty three steps before a battle happens. And by the way, so what 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 did you get? Like I I, I don't oh. know if you talked about it yet. So I've talked about it on stream. I don't remember if we were recording not when I uh, started this one, but I yes. got so I, I think it's from the current season of Digimon, yeah. Yeah. So the current season Digimon, I think it's called Ghost Game, and like their uh, Digivices are bracelets called uh, Digivice V or something in the show. But then they have like just a line called Vital Bracelet or Vital Hero, which is just like the general one. Um, a, f- a year or so ago, they had ones on Premium Bandai because Bandai owns like the toy rights to Kamen Rider, um, Digimon, uh, Metabots, all that stuff. They had one watch for Showa Kamen Riders and one for Kuga. And they were both like 70 bucks or something like that. I'm like, ah, I don't think I'm going to grab them. But then when I was looking on Amazon recently, it was like 20 bucks, and it came with like the card for Kuga, which you get like these little cards. They're like little USB drive things, like little thumbstick things that you pop into the, the, you pop it into the watch, and then you take it out after it like tranches the character in. And like it came with Kuga, it came with a versus one because you need the versus ones to do battles with other people, and the watch itself is 20 bucks. So I'm like, okay, I'll get that. And then I found out that there was a newer version of it, and I had a gift card, so I ordered that too. So I got the Kuga one first. And basically, just like, if you remember the old Digivices or, like, old Tamagotchi and stuff like that, where you have your character and you grow and it grows and, like, you know, do stuff with it, play with it, whatever, it functions the same way. Uh, the Digimon have, like, their Baby 1, Baby 2, Rookie form, and then Forward. Common Riders have, and pro- maybe the Ultraman ones as well, have 
human one, human two. They're just like little black, like just blacked out silhouettes of like humans. And then they go into their, they start with their base form and then they can split. Uh, Kuga just has all the different forms for Kuga. Um, I have ones for Kuga. Um, Hirobi, Zero One, Rogue, Build, Genmu, and X-Aid. And so just to like to take the X-Aid ones, the X-Aid ones you can, you start as like Rabbit Tank. Oh no, sorry. Actually, when you start as um, what do you call it? Mighty Action X. You start as him, but then you can also have go to like the other forms for Emu, or you can go down the path for um. Trying to try, I don't know. I just blanked on the other characters in the show. Um, Snipe or what's the other guy's name? Blade. Do you remember? I think I think it's Blade. <laughs> I'm just trying to whichever one. It had like the three main characters there, and that's on the X Aid path. And you can get to their the final forms for Emu. Um, Snipe didn't really have a real final form in the show because he just he was unfortunately the tertiary writer in a series with like 15 writers. Yeah. And then um, <laughs> Blade had our. It's not Blade. What is it? It's gonna bother me. It's not because there is common writer Blade. Saber writer. No, there's Saber as well. That's also different. Um, <laughs> Kamen Rider X-Aid was... Brave. 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 Okay, X-Aid, Brave, and Snipe are on the X-Aid card. So, like, you can get to, like, Brave's like two final forms or um, X-Aid's two different final forms. And then, yeah, Snipe just kind of goes off. But then the Genmu one has Laser, Genmu, and... Um, I think it has Paradox... Or Paradex, and maybe Kronos is in there, because one of them got Kronos as, like, a final form. So, like, all of them, like, have them split. So, like, same thing with, like, Build and Genmu. Like, you have Build, you have the trio from there on his, and then, um, or, and then Rogue, sorry. Rogue, you have, like, Hellbros, you have Rogue, you have Mad Rogue, Evolt, stuff like that. So they're all split like that throughout the series. And it's kind of cool just to have it, because, like, the way you level them up and stuff like that is by working out or you know like working out in big air quotes this pedometer is not accurate because it's on your fucking wrist it is not an accurate pedometer at all because like like do squats and then i just like do a jerk off motion and it gets it so depending (laughs) on what your idea of working out or exercise is you might be able to level up your digimon very very quickly (laughs) all the all the different abilities like on the on the basic bracelet the one that i have the the vital hero the vital bracelet one um, everything contributes to, like, when you do the different exercises and stuff, it gives you a trophy. You need so many trophies and, like, so many win, so many battles with so many win percentage to get certain forms. Um, so, like, you can go through the different forms. Like, I had um, Kuga, then I had Kuga Growth Form, then Kuga Pegasus, and then something messed up and I lost it with, because there's an app to transfer to and it fucked up and it deleted him. So, oh, rest no. in peace, uh, Pegasus Kuga. But then I have, like, um, X-Aid. So I went from, like, Human 1, Human 2, X-Aid um, to... Oh, what did I get for sec- for level 2? Try to remember what I got for the second one from there. Um, I don't know, but currently right now I have, like, the hunting form. Like, the full dragon hunting form for him. And, then like, the last one is, like, Maximum IDX or Muteki or Gamer or something like that. So it's just really cool because, like, for me, who's just, like... I love tokusatsu but i haven't watched it in a long time this is just like me getting to interact with the stuff i like about it and then the digimon ones are really cool too because you can use the digimon ones and they also have like you know the split evolutions because digimon goes fucking wild with stuff and i got the terrier mon one for that 
So it's been a cool cool little thing because it's like getting me to move around more as if I needed that. I chased my dog around three times a day in the backyard for like a half hour or so. But like it's given me something to do. It's been like a nice little distraction because I'm like, oh, I need to get up because I need to do shit for my for my fucking common rider on my Digimon right now. And I've gone a little overboard with it. <laughs> I've had this thing like a week and I've already probably spent like $150 on shit for it. <laughs> Like, between the two bracelets, because the BE bracelet, like, I like that one, but that one, you have a time limit on it. Which, apparently, the time limit's not that bad, because you can also, like, put your, Digi- or your Digimon or whatever to sleep. Um, but they're, like, for the original watch, every exercise just contributes to the same thing. But with the new one, there's new um, memories for it. New, They're called DIM cards, or DIM memories, or BE memories, whatever. The new one... Every single type of activity does something different. There's dash, there's punch, there's cr- there's crunches, and there are squats. And they all contribute to something different, whereas in the original, they all just gave you trophies. So it just makes it so you have to be more conscious of what you're doing. And I just, I have undiagnosed and untreated ADHD. It is hard to remember that, oh shit, it's been five hours and my Digimon hasn't done anything. So I haven't used that new bracelet very much yet until I get some newer... Until I like actually mess with the BE memories for that, I haven't really touched it. But it's fun. It's 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 neat. Everyone should get it. Also, people, I, if people would like to indulge me more, I have a lot of these on Throne that, <laughs> to try and stop myself from buying more of. I want to get like there's a case there's a case to hold all like the little dim cards, and I really want it. And it also comes with a dim card for Wizardmon and like all the other evil ones, like Piedmon's in there and Devilmon. I want that thing. But it's like thirty bucks. So I haven't bought it. What was I talking about? You're just specifically talking about the Digimon because I asked you about it. Okay, okay. <laughs> I was trying to remember. Like, was I asked about this, or am I just doing a thing? <laughs> so, yeah. yeah, yeah, they're cool. I think people should get them. At least I'm just. It's nice to have something that's fun. Kind of reminds me how much I used to really like Digimon. Like yeah. I was super into it as a kid. Like I even had, um, is this porn that you just sent me? <laughs> Victory ass. Yes. Or is it victorious? Is this pornography? Yes, it is. <laughs> for those of you keeping uh, score at home, uh, I just got sent the poster for an adult-themed female Ultraman. <laughs> JV. What? What am I? <laughs> Wait, is this that studio that was like doing so well with their Tokusatsu porn parodies? They're like, fuck, we'll just make our own, and they did. <laughs> you know what? Love to see it. Love to see it. Love a happy ending, which I'm sure they have plenty of those in the show. Oh God, is that a Ghostager mashup? That that is a Ghostager mashup. <laughs> That is absolutely the ghost. That, that's Ghostager at home. <laughs> absolutely. <laughs> Heroing suits. God. Was there anything else that was? I was trying to mind that I like. I had in my my head something else I was doing. Oh, I I was. I have been playing some games. I forget. Have, did you ever? Did you download this the Sonic, um, murder mystery game? No, I saw you were doing it, and I was like, "What the hell is he going on?" 
Yeah, there is a um, Sonic murder mystery game they released for um, April Fools, and it's a very linear experience because I mean, it was like a free, like maybe like two or three hour game. I haven't finished it, but it's like so linear. You're literally on a fucking train, and you just walk through all the cars and talking to characters. I wish they would make more of this. Like, it's been so enjoyable. I'm like, I wish they would just make this a series. Just make this a series. The whole like. Um, just like make more of um, these uh, like Sonic like Tales Detective. Give me Tales the Ace Attorney Detective series. I would yes. love that. Yes. So if you haven't gotten that, I think it's still available. It's not like last year's April Fool stuff where they took them down. I think it's still up. It's definitely worth trying. It's just like if you want some good like fan fan service uh, for a lot of characters. I think the only Sonic character I haven't seen there that's like a mainstay is Silver, which is not a big loss. But, like, there's even, like, um, oh, and Charmy B's not there, but again, not a big loss. Apparently, I guess this, uh, the, the, the director for this new Hydra movie is showing behind the scenes footage of how they move the heads. Mm. It's interesting because it's just literally just painted King Ghidorah heads. Ah. Uh-huh. So, I mean, Toei just loves using their, their, they're old stuff. It's, it's if anything, if even if it wasn't affiliated with Toei, they probably have the the old model ones that they probably just need to get rid of. Because mm-hmm. all I'm sure all once they start stuff, like decaying and stuff like that, they just have to find a new use for it. Yeah. So it's it, interesting overall. But yeah, no. Anything it's else you've been playing besides Murder Mystery? Um. Let's see, so Xenoblade 3 DLC, played Blood, Bloodborne, I am up to the shadows of Yarnum in the forest, or whatever they are, and I, that's a game, you know what's so nice about playing it now versus when I streamed it, if I get like, because I, I, I streamed like Dark Souls 3 and Bloodborne back to back like three, three or four years ago now, it was like my first year of streaming I think towards, the, like right before I moved from J- from Japan, it's so nice that like if I get pissed off or frustrated at a boss, I can be like, you know what? I can just walk away right now, so I might only play for 20 minutes. It's fine. Don't have to worry about trying to stretch it for hours. It's great. It's been so much nicer this time around, because I'm like, you know what, this thing's pissing me off, and I just walk away for a bit. It's great. <laughs> I recommend people do that. <laughs> Did I play anything else? I've been playing Final Fantasy IX, but I think we kind of talked about that earlier. <laughs> it's fine. Like... I don't hate the game. It's a lot better this time around with people not, like, speaking to like, you know, whispering in my head, like, did you steal from the boss? You need to get the, the rare drop from this boss. You should reset. It's, it's so nice not to have people backseating, like, so much this time around. It's making me enjoy it more. Like, the game still has a lot of flaws, and it is... I, I don't know. Like, are you a big fan of 9? I appreciate it, but it's... Like I said, I'm 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 an eight person, so I wouldn't know good things that that smacked mm-hmm. me upon the face if I if I even if it did. So it's like it has a lot of good systems. I like how in that game, like all of your equipment matters because everyone because characters can swap equipment around and learn yeah, abilities. Like, That's how you learn everything. Love I like that. The trans That's the system. best part I, of the game. I, I love the trans system. The trans system was really good. I would like the trance system more if you could control it. Because sometimes mm-hmm. I'm like, 
oh good, I'm like, you know, a fight before the boss, like right before I walk to the boss, I get stuck in uh, a random battle and it trances my main character and I'm like, do I just deal with it? Do I reset because I just saved? Like, if you could control trance or at least had a bar, like, you know, if the bar fills up, hit a button to activate it. I would like that so much better because trance isn't even like fully explained in the game. They're just like, oh my god, you hit, you tranced. It's like, but, okay. So I just wish that was a little more controllable. I think 8 kind of ruined that for me with, like, uh, you could choose to limit break or just attack in that game. Yeah. I mean, why would you not limit break, but, like, you could just choose to, and that made it so much nicer. And I just, I wish 9 did that. 9 has two good characters in it. Everyone else is whatever. But I've been enjoying them. This time around, I'm really liking Quina. I did not like Quina... Like, my friend explained them in high school. I It was okay on them last time, but now Queen has been a big mood. Because their whole arc is just finding food to eat. And learning that there's more to life than food sometimes. Which I don't agree with entirely. But, it, it's been a better experience. To the point where some people even said that it's been, like, their most fun watching that, that game. Like, someone play the game. Sorry, whenever whenever I you think of been... Queen, I just I just think of B. I just think of B constantly. I, I know. Every time I see Queen, I just think of uh, fruit roll-ups and stuff too, because of her and Jackie. <laughs> also, for you guys who are not, not 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 here seeing this, the whole time I'm talking, Ken's just sending me more uh, porn parody like posters and pictures of like tokusatsu shows and it's just like the dvd cover and i just keep looking message okay it's that that okay okay and that's just me over here trying to figure out which show they're supposed to be like the pink one heroin tobatsu i'm like which show is that supposed to be it looks like um turbo looks ranger like turbo. or something like that yeah it looks like turbo <laughs> yeah see that's a game in and of itself where you can try to see which one they turn the parody <laughs> see i don't think i could ever enjoy this like uh stuff like i couldn't enjoy that because the whole time i'd be like once i saw more than one i'd be like where do i know that person from like like just some some woman getting railed like in a power rangers outfit and i'm just like pretty sure i saw her somewhere else so i'd just be on i am whatever the imdb is for pornography to figure out what else she has been in or what else has been in her while i'm like while this is going on in the background that's why i'm not allowed to watch any other tv shows because all i do is like my girlfriend will watch stuff I'm on I'm on Wikipedia, I'm on IMDB, I am on the fandom website for whatever it is to learn the plot for the show so I can be like when she's like, Oh my god, I can't believe that happened, I'm like, I've known for months. I know the end of this show already. Speaking of which, they're they're doing a Hurricane Jer <laughs> and oh god. the su- the suits design is fucking phenomenal and I'm just like every single time I show look at the suit the- Hold on, hold on. <laughs> Let me forward it. <laughs> I guess we have an E for this episode. Remind me. <laughs> <laughs> you just have to look at your history. And you'll find it. Yeah, make sure I only send it to you and not the rest of the world. <laughs> but yeah, no. Like for me, I've been. Let's see, oh my god, that's like yeah, so sp- close to the real thing. <laughs> yeah, it's so close. <laughs> what it reminds like, me of is remember when they had the um. Remember when they had the yellow Godiger from, like, an Akiba Ranger, and how their suit yeah. was just, like, slightly off-color? That's what it reminds me of. Yeah. No, like, f- for real, like, I woke up, 
one morning and I decided to go on Twitter like half awake and I just saw this. I was like, what the fuck is Hurricane you're doing there? And then I had to wake up and look at the, the tag for it and I was like, oh shit, that's not Hurricane Jer. <laughs> but I am very interested now. <laughs> and I'm just like, it doesn't really help that the, the, the actress that plays her also looks like the person in Hurricane Jer. Oh, really? At oh that God. time. At at that time <laughs> so i was just talking to my stream today where i'm like yeah man i don't understand people who get like really horn like into the horny like aspects of the fandom and stuff like that and like you know the rule 34 because i had to i had to break break it to fatal about renamon they oh. had no idea oh my god that's like they had no idea about renamon online oh my god and I'm oh, like, God. I was like, what do you mean it's like that? I'm like, oh, it's kind of like Gardevoir. Like, what about Gardevoir? I'm like, everyone's just like, oh, you sweet summer child. How do you not know? <laughs> like, it's one of those moments where, like, you think everyone you're talking to is cursed and has internet knowledge. And then you realize, oh, they're more of a normie. And you outed yourself as being a degenerate. <laughs> and now they know about not just your, their, the degeneracy that exists on the internet, but also your degeneracy. Because it's like, yeah, I'm really not into the... Like, I, I don't get into the horny aspects of it. And now we're talking about porn parodies of tokusatsu. Like, just, like, coming full circle tonight. Huh. <laughs> that was, like, the... Because the Renamon thing was the past two days on the stream. <laughs> it came up because I was talking about the Vital Bracelets having a Renamon chip. And I'm like, yeah, I like Renamon, but I can't get it anymore because of the internet. And then, yeah, that's how it all started. Terriermon, I don't think, has any problems, but I'm not willing to find out. <laughs> I'm not willing to find out. I will keep this this little this perfect little boy. I will keep him untainted in my mind. But yeah. See, what 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 have I been playing? I've been Oh, oh, I found the magic of <laughs> Am I allowed to say this? <laughs> uh, be careful about saying you found the magic. They'll send the Pinkertons after you. <laughs> Do you know about that? No. <laughs> Someone got a pre-release thing of um, magic cards like two weeks early, and Wizards of the Coast sent the Pinkertons to their house to retrieve it. Oh my god. <laughs> and like the person's like, oh yeah, shit, no, here you go. But it was just like, why didn't you just like, why did you send the fucking Pinkertons, the Union Busters, to do it? <laughs> Oh, so that that explains. Yeah. <laughs> so I, I'm okay. So I was shown the way about about mobile mobile games and emulation for certain things, and I'm having a whole lot of fun time with it. Let's just say this. Oh way. yeah, you've been you've been uh, I guess what playing Heart Gold. I've been playing Heart Golds, and I have the Burning, so Burning Sword for Fire Emblem, and I've been just enjoying the hell out of that. Like, it feels so nice to actually play Pokemon on a mobile device. As much as I love the Nintendo handhelds, like they're not always the most comfy, and I've you're probably like me, where you've been mostly accustomed to playing games, like, one-handed, because most phone stuff is one hand now. Yeah. So, like, I'm sure that's just, like, oh, nice, because, like, Pokemon, you don't need you don't need a lot of movement for that. You're just like, okay, the D-pad, A button, okay. 
You can play all of Pokemon Heart Gold with like your left hand. Yeah, and, and it's very easy to because the touch the touch screen integration for it. It's oh, like it's so nice. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah, for that it's too because so nice. you can just tap the attacks you want, and like you can even tap the run button thing or whatever. And like in addition, like on the, like the DS ones, you could turn the L button into the A button. Yeah. For most of them, up until I think Sun and Moon is when they got rid of it. So you could just like you could literally just play one handed, and then like they kind of brought that back in Sword and Shield where there was like one handed play. Mm-mm. So like it's it would be nice if some of those just showed up on phones. I know they never will, but it'd be nice just to play like Heart Gold like on the go officially with or something. But it's emulations come a long way. Yeah, so I'm 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 blissfully unaware of this. So just finding out and being going through it, and it plays very very well. It plays at thirty frames per second. It has a little little meter the the, the counter on the bottom left. I'm just like, well, wow, it plays really really well. Saves saves instantly. Like mm-hmm. if I if I close out, it'll like I can save it. It remembers my save data. Uh, I'm wondering about the inner internet connectivity about it. I'm just wondering uh, about it because I haven't I gotten there yet. Still works anymore. Mm-mm-mm-mm. Like because Nintendo um, Online's gone now. Remember, like for the DS era stuff. Oh yeah. I think you can input DNS settings. On like at least on original hardware, you can input DNS settings and connect to, and uh, like a like a fan server for GTS. But I don't know if it works for online. I see, I see. But no, and I just got into this huge Pokemon kick again. And my friend who just got married is like being really reckless with all the money that he got from the wedding, and it's like I'm just gonna spend boxes of Pokemon cards. I'm like. Does your wife know? No? Alright. <laughs> Is this Mujihi? No, it's not Mujihi. <laughs> no, not Man, if I did that, well. my girlfriend would kill me. Yeah, no. He bought... So, during the weekend of his wedding, he bought at least 18 packs. Oh my god. Oh, was he buying any of the recent packs, too? No, he's buying Vivid... Voltage, because he wants big, fat, gay Pikachu. Oh, okay. You, you you know about the the more recent <laughs> I know, Pokemon thing, right? I, I know about that, about the, the heist of the century, supposedly. Yeah, because, like, I know a lot of people who collect Pokemon cards and would buy every set a lot. I'm like, I hope none of you guys did, because none of you guys got good cards. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, no, and then it's just, it made me have uh, that itch again that I'm just like, man, I miss, I miss busting open cards. I miss busting open stuff. But you already have one kid. You don't need to do anymore. <laughs> take take it down, bud. Take it down. <laughs> I mean, uh, and you know what's funny is because so like right around this time now too is um, Yu-Gi-Oh is also having their 25th anniversary sets. So they have the first six boosters. They're going to be reprinting. Well, five of them. Mm. They're going to be reprinting, and. Man, it's just looking at that, I'm just like, man, I'm getting that itch to just go buy boxes again and just bust open some packs because I, I I miss doing that. But then I gotta be respect, I gotta be responsible. <laughs> yeah, that's the thing too. Like I've been trying to like be really good. It's not that I have like a ton of new expenses, but since we're at the house, I'm like, I can't be like we just bought the house. I'm like I can't really like 
justify buying too much weird stuff when I'm like always talking about being broke. <laughs> I'm like, it's like I'm not paying the uh, the mortgage, so I can't be like, like I bought something. My girlfriend's like, I thought you were broke. I'm like, I got money for my birthday. Leave me alone. This is birthday money. <laughs> this is not work money that I'm spending. <laughs> like your mom gave me the gift card. Leave me alone. <laughs> yeah, no, it's. But yeah, no, I've been playing Pokemon for a bit now, and I'm just got to Violet City, so I'm enjoying my time with it. I'm like, yeah. And since I have a lot of free time, I just play Pokemon at work, and nice. they're like, "What? What the hell are you doing?" And I go, "I'm just on my phone." <laughs> It'd be a little bit more difficult to just bust out a 3DS. <laughs> mm-hmm. It's like, because if you're on your phone, most people don't think about it anymore because everyone's on their phone for everything nowadays. And you can, like, yeah. so quickly just swipe up and be like, oh, I was just looking at my calendar intently. <laughs> <laughs> just tapping on my calendar. <laughs> catatonically, even. Just like, mm. <laughs> and just humming the Pokemon battle theme for no particular reason. <laughs> yeah. That reminds me, like, I, I also, I also got, I also had the Heart Gold and Soul Silver soundtrack, so I've been just mm. listening to that all day, <laughs> for like the past couple of days, that when I'm com- coming it's to work, music. and I'm just like, I'm like, I'm on a Pokemon kind of mood today, and then mm. I just get to the, like, I have PTSD by listening to the Pokemon Johto gym battles mm-hmm. song. Johto. Yes. Now I know it's how. It's a whole new world we live in. <laughs> do, 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 it's do, a do, whole do. new place to place see. To see. <laughs> it's a whole new place with a brand new attitude, but you still gotta catch them all and be the best that you can be. I don't think I really watched a whole lot of Pokemon Johto. I think like the first season. Like you know the like the um the red blue indigo pla- yeah the one, indigo like the plateau. indigo arc I think that was like the one I watched the most of and like I was still very into Pokemon afterwards but I think I just I probably got to that age where it was hard to keep up with cartoons on TV because I would like sleep in more or just go I I went outside a lot as a kid you probably wouldn't believe it looking at me but I played outside all the time <laughs> I would go outside with my Game Boy and play Pokemon there but I did I was outside same. a lot same 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 yep but. Now, besides that, what else was I doing? Well, that's that's about it. I mean, I I bought I bought Resident Evil. I'm gonna buy Jedi Lost Survivor tonight. After this, probably. I, I bought Resident Evil. I got to. Let's see. I got to. I got to the the fish, and then I stopped playing. And the the game is uh, it's a very pretty game. <laughs> it's a very pretty game. I was very surprised because I I didn't pay attention to much things for RE four, and I'm just like really surprised. Like oh wow yeah it's a very pretty game. I'm not used to the knife breaking at all. <laughs> mm-hmm. That is one thing that I just wish. And the fact that now it's being used as a parry is very interesting as well. But, I don't know. 
I'm, I'm enjoying my time with it. How dare I don't you know. enjoy something? Yeah, I know, right? Yeah, I, I, I like Ada's voice actress. Wasn't that the thing Apparently. everyone's hated? Yeah, yeah. E- apparently, everyone's like going all crazy about Ada's voice actress to the point that like they harassed her off Instagram. Yeah. Like I, I'll t- be right. I'll be honest. Like she was the Ada that was in like five seconds of Welcome to Raccoon City at the end. Yeah. Yeah. And like I, I don't think she was a good fit for Ada, but I mean she had like two whole lines. That was it. Yeah. So like yeah. there really wasn't much for her to do. She could really have read the lines any way she wanted. Like, but that that was the least of the problems of that movie. And like I just I find it interesting they brought the movie Ada in for this. Yeah. Considering that like everyone really likes the other Ada voice better. Yeah. I'm just like I'm alright with it. Like if I I didn't know what the problem was until, <laughs> mm-hmm. but that's just me. Uh, I also got the Street Fighter Six demo, and I made an ex- extremely bright man in tights. But that's that's also a good game. I'm always really enjoying my time with that. It's really really good. But yeah, no, just minor things here and there. Yeah, we. It's funny, um, when we get into questions, I can point out the question, but someone had asked one, they're like, oh, I'm sorry, that probably is really off topic for your gaming podcast, I'm like, we don't usually talk about games so much, we usually talk about Ken's daughter, (laughs) and other random stuff, but I think this is the most we've talked about games in a while. Yeah, no, and then, like, especially because, you know, the thing is, is, I want to talk about the current stuff, but... Timber doesn't watch anything. <laughs> I don't and, either. I have not seen the trailers for sixteen or breath our tears of the kingdom. But but you're you're selective in your things. Timber just avoids them because he just doesn't mm. want to watch it. Yeah, like tear, like for one, Tears of the Kingdom, I'm not going to buy it at launch. I'll eventually get it. So like, I try not to watch any trailers that are close to launches of something because they just spoil the whole fucking game nowadays. Yeah, well, so, for like, for me. Like, I have to say this much. I don't know what the hell Nintendo was thinking about their trailer department. Because this last trailer, the the, the, the latest one, the third one that they're coming out with, mm-hmm. was better than... This should have been the second trailer. And the second trailer should have been the third trailer. Hmm. Because they talked a lot about... Well, obviously, they talked about new things. They also talked about a little bit of what's happening in the fucking story this time around. And the 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 second trailer was more about the mechanics. Mm-hmm. So... I always feel like the last trailer to come out should be... Definitely, like, just explaining more of the game. Like, first one, like, whatever reveal. Second one, some gameplay. Third one, more in-depth, like how they would smash. Yeah. Man, I'm still yeah. reeling about one that what was it like that one year like for E3 where the like 90% of it was Sakurai talking about smash mechanics. I'm like, oh my yes. God. <laughs> like like for me, I would have if if I was to do three tra- uh, three trailer drop, I would do first one tease whatever the game is, at least the bare minimum and then the the t- title. The second would be at least some sliver of what the story is. Mm-hmm. And then third would be mechanics. Like, kind of like what they did with Final Fantasy. Because they, 
with the Final Fantasy stuff, they went really into depth about the mechanics this time around. Because and they were teasing the story stuff all throughout all the other trailers. And apparently they they haven't according to them they said they haven't even touched on a lot of things for 16. Mm-hmm. We won't know until we play it, but who knows. Tears of Kingdom oh, I don't I'm just I'm just wondering about this game. The game the trailer this past trailer made me a little bit more interested than beforehand to the point that I'm just like I wasn't interested at all in Tears of the Kingdom. Hell the last time we were talking about Tears of the Kingdom, we totally forgot to talk about it when we were supposed to because it was just so uninteresting at that point. Now this one is kind of just like, ah, I'll wait for it just a little bit. I'm not going to probably get it at launch. I'm, I'm, I'm okay of doing the fear of missing out stuff for this. Mm. But, see, I, I would want to hear what, what Fangirl has to say about this because mm. I'm pretty sure Fangirl is very, very interested about what's going on in this particular timeline. Oh yeah, so. I'm sure. I've been like So I I my my main social media platform really is TikTok and ever since the Zelda trailer dropped and like I try like like I said I try to avoid um spoilers. Oh, I just push anything been, not interested, not interested. <laughs> I say I have been trying so hard to I don't know why since it came out though, I have get, gotten nothing but non-stop Zelda TikToks. Let me tell you one fandom I don't want to interact with. The Zelda, the Zelda. <laughs> Like, I like Zelda, but, like, there's people whose whole personality is Zelda, and I know that's fangirl for one of them. <laughs> but, but, like, it just got to a point where it was, like, every TikTok, Zelda, 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 Zelda. I'm like, what did I post that made this... Because do you use TikTok at all? Well, I don't post, but I, I know that apparently if I just watch something that's more than five seconds i will get repeatedly something about that so like for the most part what you see is based on what you watch and the thing is like i'm like but right before that it was like the after the trailer dropped it must be because i post gaming stuff but um my thought is like I, i don't know if nintendo is pushing it but people like even if it's the hashtag is in there and you watch the content, a lot of it's hashtag based. So, like, say you start watching some of mine. Sometimes I do tag it as LGBT or whatever. You might start getting a lot of gay shit because you liked my, my TikTok that was probably about Digimon. But since it was in there, you'd probably be like, why am I getting stuff about, like, hairy buff dudes now? That's not me. That's why. I mean, so it's, someone it's must have put it's Zelda fine. in there. Because, like, I will follow some retro gaming people. And I'm like, it must be someone put Zelda in their tag somewhere, and I just, I just cannot. It's like, it's like herpes right now. It's like Zelda herpes because it doesn't seem to go away. It just keeps coming back. It's okay. It's okay. Why, why don't you, why don't you watch some videos about Doctor Terra instead? Doctor Terra? Yeah. It's the, it's the Asian lady, the, the Asian professor lady that's very oh, open that's about her. A- <laughs> that, that lady needs an intro. Because, like, <laughs> like, we already earned the E for the episode, but, like, Ken will send me one, and this lady starts out, and she's like, is your pussy popping way too fast? And I'm like, ma'am, ma'am, excuse me. And all, all of her top comments are like, you really need an intro. She's like, but what would I do with that? And they're like, 
give us time to turn the volume down? <laughs> You're like, I don't care. It's the funniest thing because she's very, she's very outgoing and very gener- energetic and very loud. <laughs> yeah, and the thing is, like, when she talks about it, it's usually, like, she's very sex positive. She's, like, very like uh comfortable with it and like sharing it and it's it's something you don't typically see a lot of times from that from people in that community so it's like oh that's cool but at the same time i'm just like ma'am this is a wendy's (laughs) (laughs) i i I have tiktok i look at it all the time everywhere and like come on and like it's like just five to ten seconds of absolute pure chaos Deb- about some <laughs> debauchery subject, some sexual subject. about debauchery <laughs> it, it, it's, it's usually just like it's supposed to be disarming in a way and just like get you to think about something but it's just like oh my god i can't i can't i can't, I can't. <laughs> it's just it's the funniest thing it's a funny and you know the thing is like for me because i keep my phone on phone on mute Otherwise, I'm going to have a minor, a major heart attack if that pops off at work. Okay. <laughs> so I have to mute everything. <laughs> so, and the funniest thing is, so she, she puts her things on, on, on closed caption. So I'm just mm-hmm. reading this and I'm just having like this m- <laughs> mental breakdown of what she's saying. <laughs> So yeah, <laughs> I like worry about any message you send me. I see a one next to your name. I'm just like, oh god. <laughs> it could either just be random Toku stuff. It could be something uh, innocuous, or it could be that lady. Because sometimes it's the, the the thumbnail is not her. Yeah. And I think she does it intentionally. <laughs> it's either random Toku stuff. Stuff about, you know, keep the Aina, the Aina, or that lady, or Dr. Chara. So, that's always fun. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Sorry. See, TikTok, TikTok, is very, TikTok is very interesting. I like it. I, um, I love it. I love I, it. Because a lot of people, like, I, I'm getting tired. Of, I'm very tired of people, like, cause I know I used to be like this, because all of us were shitheads at one point. The people yeah. like you talk about, because like when I brought up, I'm like, oh man, I just keep getting Zelda TikToks. I want to stop, and then someone's always like, oh, I'm glad. Well, I don't that I don't use TikTok, and I'm just like, good for fucking you. Or like, I don't use that. They just show bullshit. I'm like, they only show bullshit. If... I like explain how it works. I'm like, once it sees what you like, you almost never see that stuff. Every once in a while, it will send me stuff of the kids who are like, man, you know what I hate about teachers? I'm like, no, because I'm 34 and you're 14. Like, get out of get out of here. <laughs> But it's very rare that it does that stuff. And, like, and like, if you only think it's this trash, it's because you haven't spent enough time on it. And I get people who don't like social media, but I'm like, it's not really social media in the same way because you don't have to contribute, ever. It's, it's, you, you never have to personally contribute anything other than watching. And then you... I'm just tired of people. I'm tired of people. <laughs> in general. <laughs> Which reminds me, you know, speaking of tired of people, I'm like, I'm... <laughs> Cause I'm I'm on I'm on Lego TikTok now, and have you? Apparently, the big thing with with that that Mario movie is this the song called Peaches, and I guess it's it's like Bowser professing his love oh, for God. Peach. I have a story about this. When you're done, <laughs> so apparently the 
the Lego Bowser set that that came out, like I want to say last year, the, the one that's just fully mechanical, can move Bowser and everything, it's to scale to the grand, Lego Grand Piano. So oh, people, <laughs> so ever since that movie came out and people found out, found that out, people have been making Le- Lego um, movies out of the Bowser performing Peaches on the piano. <laughs> so um, Jack Black has even done some stuff of like playing that song since it came out because it, it, it's him that's doing the voice and everything. Yeah, and I accidentally uh, may have alienated a good portion of my chat the other day because I said the words. I'm not a huge fan of Blackjack and Tenacious D, and it made a lot of people upset, which I didn't know was a controversial opinion. I'm just like, he's fine. I don't think Tenacious D is very good, and like, I didn't want to watch the movies. Like, it's just like, like in in the same way. Like, I don't mind Jack Black a lot of the times, but Jack Black is like my Will Ferrell. You know how some people just can't stand Will Ferrell? Yeah. Like, that's my my version of it. Like, he's fine. It's just, like, when he's being, like, the big personality points where he's, like, doing that annoying fucking voice. I'm just like, eh, I can't do it. So, like, every time that pizza song has come by, I have to, like, immediately (laughs) just, like, block whatever and do it. It made one person so upset. Like, when I was talking about not liking Tenacious D, they just kept posting the lyrics to songs. So, I'm like, how can you not like this? I'm like, posting lyrics with no context about this is not going to make it any better like i'm not i'm not going to like jack black in tenacious d because you posted the lyrics to the song with no context but it made a lot of people upset not not only that it's just well i mean forcing forcing people into liking stuff that because it's not gonna work that's not gonna work it goes to mind to what you were saying earlier about (laughs) final fantasy (laughs) of the, the story that you think is going on in your head doesn't match reality sometimes. Yeah. It, it's one of those things that I'd expect more for someone to do, either like a boomer or like someone in high school, be like, but what do you mean you don't like, like you, yeah, see, like, look see. at this blue eyes white dragon. It's like, if I don't like it, I don't like it, kid. Like, it's just how it is. Or my yeah, dad be see, like, see. oh, ACDC is just like, no, Fog, Fog Hat Live, the best live rock album. I'm like, dad, I'm not, it's not going to make me, you can play every song. <laughs> I'm going to tell you, Slow Ride's the only song that's even good in this album. And even that's a stretch. <laughs> for, like, for example, for, for example, for me is, with you, is, is Star Wars. I'm not going to force <laughs> you to like Star Wars because I know it's fucking stupid. Trust mm. me, I know. And I understand that. And same for Final Fantasy VIII. I've never, I never bit back on any of the critiques that you made towards Final Fantasy VIII because I understand. I don't care. The, it's the, a your are, opinion. There are there are two <laughs> groups of Final Fantasy VIII fans. Of like, this is just specific to the people who like it. The people who understand what Final Fantasy VIII is and accept all the criticism, and then the obnoxious, rabid fans that think it is like the pinnacle of game design and <laughs> there's a huge disconnect between those two because like how i'll talk to you and be like oh eight's kind of annoying it really has like you know like it's just plot holes the game go through that and be like yeah but i still enjoy it i'm like that's fine then some people are like oh no but like there is a lot of character development like squall and renault i'm like squall and renault's plot line doesn't make sense though it yeah, doesn't make it any only sense makes, like it, it only makes sense if uh, squall's dead <laughs> yeah and like it just it doesn't make sense like why all of a sudden after having no interest in him for an entire disc are they like is there like this madly in love like plot line that's like that's coming in because i'm like she's shown no interest in him and then just all of a sudden oh my god she just wanted wanted to jump on him like it just where did this come from because all they of liter- this one she had a thing for cypher the, the, the literally the whole thing of squall is the 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 story of wanting to be needed 
Mm -hmm. Like his whole entire arc is wanting to be needed. <laughs> that, that that's the whole thing because he's been abandoned his entire life by his parents, by his sister, by everyone. And when he finally and his whole dream of everything is being needed and being the person that everyone relies on. That's what he wants. And what happens after he gets stabbed by the huge ass ice glacier? Everyone wants him. Everyone relies on him. It's fucking fun. It's it's very interesting to see Squall's development story <laughs> in a way that way. So, but yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. <laughs> Sorry, but, like the idea just popped in my head of that. I'm just like, he's <laughs> like, oh. <laughs> If anyone like my, the, the what I just posted, what <laughs> I love how half of our episodes are just like us explaining pictures to people that they can't yeah. see. No, yeah. if you know the the monkey meme where he's like looking and then side eyeing, it's Laguna. Whenever Squall mentions his dad, he's like, <laughs> it's like oh shit. <laughs> but yeah, no, it's 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 understandable. Like fuck, that. who cares? <laughs> who gives a fuck? <laughs> mm. Shouldn't be forcing shit on people. Gares. <laughs> but yeah, no, no, it's it's very very interesting. Like with the Lego TikToks, that that that's how we got on here. <laughs> I was like, yeah. how the fuck we got on this topic? Oh, yeah, I, I actually Legos. even had like I even had something to, like jump in about the Lego TikTok, and it was I saw a TikTok of a child standing in a bucket of Legos in front of a TV, and everyone's just like, what's wrong with this child? <laughs> like, like, how is he standing in Legos and not in pain? I guess Legos are fine to stand on if you're willingly doing it, but not when you do it in the middle of the night. No. <laughs> not, not, not really. Oh, which reminds me, it's just like, I've... They, she finally got into season three of Paw Patrol. Took oh, her a while. A, <laughs> I had someone in my chat that wanted me to tell you they need to explain to your daughter that... Uh, Paw Patrol is propaganda. Yeah, 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 yeah. What's Japan? I, I, what do you I explained to Mike? It's Japan. Like, it's it's a bit of a different subject. Not that Japanese cops are Aren't. perfect, <laughs> but it's a very different scenario <laughs> to here. See, I can mention this stuff when Timber's not here because, like, Timber, you say something that I like, could be vaguely inching towards politics. Is like, man. Sorry, I had people that just went live in the team that I had to go, like, retweet their stuff. Oh, yeah, that's a, you can also talk about them. <laughs> oh, yeah, I can do that real quick. I'm, um... Uh, so, so I have a, a Twitch team, Team Retrosaurus. We just had like a whole new, uh, a whole new group of people come in. I had like applications accidentally open for two weeks. If any of you guys know me, <laughs> I usually only want to plan things for like the shortest amount of time possible. But I have undiagnosed and untreated ADHD, and it'd be turned into two weeks. Uh, especially because like I was like I was about to go to close them, and then like a few members of the team were like, "Oh, uh, applications are are up. You guys check." I'm like, "Okay, we have another week then." So we have like. I had like whittled down from 36 to 20 people. It's so hard to do that too. It's so hard to do that. Some things were easier. Like one person who like their entire application was 
talking about how the team needed to benefit them a lot and how they wanted to boost the numbers. And I couldn't tell if they were joking or not. Then they showed up in my stream one day, said, good game, this is my favorite Final Fantasy. They followed and unfollowed and left. I'm like, I guess they're not in the team then. <laughs> and then another person who hadn't streamed in five months that wanted... M- they had so many expectations of me. I probably shouldn't air too much of this up, but it's just it's something that happens whenever you run a Twitch team or run any group and have people want to be part of it. You're always going to get people that just have kind of unrealistic, unrealistic expectations, especially when it comes to Twitch teams, because like, yeah, it's more so. of a community for the most part. Like, I, I ain't no like uh, bad, bad name to drop. I don't know because I don't know another one like Phase Clan or something where like people are making big like making bucks off it because like it's like an esports. It's just it, it's a community. It's a community of people like minded stuff like that. Um, and one person wanted me, they were like, they absolutely needed, like, frequent mixers for all the team members so they could in- intermingle and stuff like that. And, like, a lot of expectations are, like, on me, which I need to do stuff. I know that. I know there should be expectations on me. But then I looked, they hadn't streamed in five months and with no intent of coming back soon. I'm like, you have a lot of expectations for someone who never streams. Like, just, like, <laughs> okay. But I'm happy with the people we picked. We picked 20 great people. And it's been slowly getting to know a bunch of new people, and it's been, like, a nice, kind of, like, revitalized my interest in, like, content creation again, because a lot of new people, new ideas coming in, yeah, especially yeah. now that I have no, the time to I dedicate would, to it, because, like, I would, I'm honest, it's, sorry, go ahead. I would love to at least have an episode with one of these new people. Hopefully. Yeah, there, there's definitely some people in there, like, even, like, some existing members, like, I would love to have B on here at some point, I know it's hard for timing, uh, there's oh, yeah. definitely a bunch of few uh, new ones in here. Like, there's one person we that the joined. They're really into the tail series. I forgot you like tails, don't you? Yes. Yes, and they're really into that. Maybe if we could get them in here one day, that would be great just to talk about it. Because like, I really like tail star ocean. A lot of like overlap. Um, it would just be cool to have new people in and new topics, stuff like that. Like, it, <laughs> that way Chris much- Naga doesn't have to be every week. He's like, yo guys, I can join. <laughs> As much as much as I love, I love the episode with just the two of us, and the episodes with Timber whenever the fuck he comes back. And as much as I, as much as as much as I love he- hearing about a minute indie game that only Timber knows for forty fucking minutes, mm-hmm. I need to have my sanity. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, it's just, like, it's nice to have it, because, like, in the past year, like, really, I've lived in three places in the past, like, year. The past 365 days, I have lived in three different places, and it's been a lot. Like, moving once is hard enough, but, like, I lived in Columbia, Missouri, then we moved back to St. Louis, and then we were in, like, the house we were in. It was just problems with it, like, and it was a rental, and, like, I lost my office because basement flooding, like, we couldn't use half of what we were paying for. Um, we were hoping to be there a while and get a fence for the yard, which is stupid. Don't ever, don't ever like, a, like try to fence and stuff. If you have to pay for it at like a rental and we wanted to do that. But then when we realized that the basement was awful and stuff like that, we're like, well, we don't want to stay here. And then we had to like start the house hunt and stuff and just like having a puppy. Like it's just been such a stressful year. And now this new place, I'm just like so much less stressed in many ways. And, like, being able to actually dedicate time to developing the team and meeting new people and stuff, it's just really, I've been actually excited about it. I know I have a very monotone voice for the most point, and I don't have a lot of inflection unless I'm, like, very excitable. But I'm, like, very excited for where this could, like, you know, having new people and where things could go, especially because we want to do more charity streams and stuff. Oh, so, like, yeah. I'm really looking forward 
to like it. It just I don't. It just feels weird to feel excited for things again. So it'd be cool if I could get some of the people on here, even existing members, because I know a lot of people want to like have expressed interest in jumping on. I know scheduling's hard. It's already hard enough having three time zones for us now. <laughs> but yeah, it's funny because like I wanted to. I've been wanting to do to like have applications open. Yeah, and like. I must have some sixth sense or something of knowing when someone else is going to do something without <laughs> me knowing that. Because, like, I had been thinking, like, okay, once we get settled, I'm going to probably open team applications, start doing that. Immediately when I thought I was going to do it, B started her team uh, applications and stuff again. And I'm like, not always, like, well, there's a lot of overlap between her teams. And I'm like, now I have to wait. <laughs> now I have to wait. Because they just did it. So I'm like, I need to wait enough time for that to have stopped. And started mine, so I'm like, I must just know when people are going to do stuff. Because, like, there's a game I really wanted to play, too, and I had been talking, like, we're going to start this. We're going to do it here soon, as soon as, like, beginning of April. And right when I was about to, like, start it, another person in the same community started playing the exact same game. And the thing is, it's not a popular game, so it's not like, it's not like, oh, you know, there's, like, you know, five million people playing Ocarina of Time, it's fine. When there's, like, a niche game, I don't feel like two two people in the same community at the same time stream at the same time need to play it so Mm. i was like damn i just need to stop having thoughts no thoughts mode no thoughts head empty nothing not a single brain cell one one thing i want to i want to put out there whenever whenever rebirth comes out Mm-hmm. We we should do another another sh- another episode of uh, a spoiler cast again. Yeah, where... yeah I don't mind do- like continuing that, like especially if we did like the Final Fantasies, because like I I'll, I know more about Final Fantasy now than I did then. Yeah, and I do need to play Reunion still. You know, yeah. I played it when before. You... Just like I just need to play it and refresh my memory. It's it's nice. It's nice, and I like I said the. The new the way of doing uh, fu- Materia Fusion now is so much better. I had so much fun with Materia Fusion this time around rather than the original PSP game. So I I, I found ways to break the game even more. Like I said, I I went and beat that final boss. I forgot her name already. Uh, but. And uh, it's probably the most fun I had in a while, and I I figured that I would not have liked Crisis Core as much as I did, and it made me relove Crisis mm. Core to be honest. Yeah, I, I personally haven't played it since like like played through it entirely. I've always re- tried to restart it here and there, but I haven't played it since like two thousand eight, two thousand seven, two thousand eight. So like, yeah, and you know, my memory is like, really bad. And the game's always really hard before the the jump anyway. Before the the skip, anyway, and, and I know how hard Crisis Core is, story wise. Before you you go fight Angel and stuff like that, but it's th- this time around with Reunion, it was so much better. So much, it actually works. I was a little bit more gripped this time around. Not just because of oh I need to finish all everything and how is this gonna tie into rebirth or and rebirth and stuff like that no 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 nothing like that but it was just like it really truly gripped me and I was just like yeah I'm I'm sad that I waited a while to play this game because if not I think rebirth would have been or reunion would have been my 
game of the year last year. Mm. I truly thought, I truly think that. But anyway, <laughs> sorry, but I, 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 I keep having to burp. <laughs> no, it's fine. Like, and like I said, I'm happy that you know with it's the, the, the new team, the new team, and new members. It's very nice to see your team for flourish like this, and mm. I, I can't wait to go and see some of these people it's it's really hard because i the the majority of the time that i want to do and mingle is when you're streaming and it's like five three o'clock in the morning yeah i, I mean I, I i understand that too because it's really hard to like keep track or like even get to everyone like now we have like 53 members i think like yeah. there are like a handful who don't stream very often or are, are kind of like on a high like an extended hiatus but and like so you know so it's a little bit less but like, there's so many people that are on at different times. Like, there's there's one person I have never been able to see their stream because they stream in the middle of the night. Um, so like, a lot of people had to rely on like their vods and talking to people. And like, I have some good picks and I don't regret any of them. But there's some people I pop. I'm like, hey, I'm finally getting a chance to talk to you for the first time. But like, I've talked to them in Discord. I talked to them like when I you know extended the invitation to them. And there's a lot of just people that do different stuff. Like one guy that applied, um, he does commentary for Melee. Uh, it's in the t- he joined the team. He does commentary for Smash Brothers Melee specifically, and like so, he does retro stuff. But like, he has a different edge where it's like, oh, and he also does commentary. So some of his streams might actually be commentary on matches. That'll be something interesting to see. A lot of people in the community really like Smash, so there'll be something. It's a nice like extension of retro. Oh yeah, no, like no, no. Age. Oh man, I would love to actually sit down and talk to him about this kind and of thing. it's funny that person ended up really really liking xenoblade and like because i went to look at their profile i'm like oh my god i just noticed the dunban they're like dunban's the best i'm like are, are we becoming best friends right now <laughs> Did we just uh, it's all the whole stepbrothers thing because <laughs> i had to explain the thing i'm like we we i have a dunban meme in my channel and like they're just like what I'm like yeah you, you redeem it and he pops up on one of like ten spots on the screen or the big one and there's even me as Dunban as a big one now too so it's like it was just kind of that was kind of cool <laughs> man I have like yeah, see. I keep looking at my watch I have like if I move my arm like ten more times this thing's gonna start beeping <laughs> 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 no like. Because of the fact that I've been like handling so much stuff on Ongaku's side, I've just been. I, I would really love to to help out again, mm-hmm. and see see your team a little bit more. But with Ongaku's side, like literally taking up any free time that isn't already taken up on my daughter. <laughs> like we we have this interview and we have a what was it a embargo for this interview because there's going to be a concert talking about a concert that's going to be released by the time this this episode airs i I can talk about it but there's an embargo on this interview well a i can kind of relax about doing this interview because of the fact that i don't need to rush getting this out in three days i can actually take a week and a half now to kind of settle down and look at this interview and I don't need to rush about this, but and then I can actually do such a good job with it because <laughs> it's just me retranslating all the Japanese. As much fun as I have with that, you know, with the other with the other two, it's it's a little bit difficult trying to balance things out. And 
And I'm, I'm not to say I'm complaining about Ongaku. Ongaku's, I'm having a lot of fun with it. It's mm. unfortunately, I wish I could join the party, so to speak. Yeah. <laughs> oh, which reminds me. So, in June, I'm, I'm going to Japan again, and I am trying so hard to get reservations at the Kirby Cafe. And reservations are usually done a month in advance, so I have to be on the buzzer here. But apparently they have really good tea, and the tea that I tasted are, is really, really good. So, Give me the tea, sis. I'm sorry, I, yep. I know it's like getting late, and I just... <laughs> I'm... <laughs> Alright, should we go to questions? Yes, shall we? Let's... All right, so we have some from like one or two from last time, and then um, a couple from these. Okay, so these these have been from like my are uh, these questions from my Discord server for honestly the past two weeks. So I'll um, I'll go through these. Some of them might be a little outdated. I know one of them for sure is outdated. When I get to it, you'll I'll explain right when it happens. Um, first one is from Mass. Best collector's edition you guys have purchased and follow up the collector's edition you regret missing out on. Um, what about for you? Because you buy a lot more than I do. So the best collector's edition I ever bought... I would still have to say it's the the Halo Reach one. I really, really? like that statue. Was that the helmet? No, no, that's Halo 3. So the mm. Halo Reach one was the, the, the entire team as a statue for, for oh, Team Reach. Oh, yeah, that one was cool. That one was probably the best one that I've gotten. And, like, there's a couple other ones that are, like, second. Uh, Let's see here. I mean, I do like the God of War one. That's fine. Um, I do like the Yakuza... The Yakuza 6 one, because it came with two whiskey glasses. With the the etching of the the dragon on it. Mm. So that was nice. I almost got one of those, but it was, like, out of stock when I went and looked... I got the, uh, um, the art one instead. Ghost of Sushi Man also has a very nice collector's edition because it has the mask. So, but the ones I missed out on. You mostly buy all the <sighs> ones. Are you going to miss out on the Final Fantasy 16 PS5? Oh, yeah, I'm probably going to miss out on that one. Well, the you'll ones be there when I it comes out, out, won't you? Yeah, I will. So I probably you order if, I, it and... if I'm crazy if, if I'm crazy enough to just go and get it. Mm-hmm. But I think the ones that I always miss out on is the Fire Emblem ones. Oh yeah, because a lot of Nintendo, Nintendo ones... people Nintendo people are fucking crazy. <laughs> and also, Nintendo fucking sucks with how they release shit. Oh yeah, like hell, I'm able to get collector's editions for Pokemon games much more readily available than regular Nintendo shit. (laughs) Let's see. For me, um... I don't know, like, I want to pick one that's not just, like, an art book one, because I like the Dread and I like the Xenoblade Collector's Editions, but those are mostly just art books and, like, a steelbook or something that came with me to soundtrack. I don't know if it counts as cheating, but I think my Wonderswan, that's the Final Fantasy one, is one of my favorite ones, because it has unique Amano art when you open the flap. And then the thing itself has, like, it's a pearl, um, pearlish colored, off-white colored. I don't know if it's supposed to be that color or not, but it is now. Um, Wonder Swan with, like, the Final Fantasy Warrior of Light at the top of it. Uh, that's that's one of my favorite collectors. I know it's not necessarily a game, but it does come with Final Fantasy 1. But, like, that's one of my oh. favorite collector's edition things. 
Well, then, if we're if we're doing that, my Metal Gear Solid Peace Walker PSP. Oh, that one's cool. Was it's fucking amazing. I love that. It's my favorite PSP. If we're going off game only, as much as I want to say the Fallout Three with the lunchbox, <laughs> I'm going to say Skyward Sword because it came with for sixty dollars. You got a game, a soundtrack, and a, a Wii Motion Plus Wii that was gold. So you basically got, like, at the time, which would have been, like, over a hundred and something dollars worth of stuff for $60. And then they had the audacity to sell uh, Game and Amiibo together for $90 on the Switch for the same game. It's it's funny, because you say that. I still use that lunchbox, but I use it as, as, as intended in Fallout. I put the most prized possessions... In that lunchbox. So it's so filled I with bottle it, caps. Yeah, yeah. Well, it's like photos and all that dead crap. But it's like like the the picture of the ultrasound of my daughter. I have that Aww. in there. Um, the the first date for me and my girlfriend. I also have that in there. So the uh, my anime crap in there as well. Do you have your sign picture fr- from the wish in there? <laughs> yes. <laughs> <laughs> my my Polaroid picture signed by the witch, yes. She retired, by the way. I know. I'm, You're I'm, talking I'm, about I'm, it, how you wanted to go give her a send-off. Yeah, I did. <laughs> I, I paid my to... respects. <laughs> sure. <laughs> Just thinking of, like, a... A shrine to a former JV artist, like uh, artist or uh, actor in Japan. Just think, think what a shrine would be. Probably something you wouldn't want to touch or be within breathing distance of. That's why everyone wears masks. <laughs> I'd say the one collector's edition that I regret missing out on is the Xenoblade Three collector's edition and the the one for Xenoblade Chronicles X because it came with a special thumb drive that looked like um, the. The Zohar, that had the soundtrack on it, and like I missed, I missed out on getting the one for Xenoblade One, Definitive Edition Xenoblade Three, and uh, Xenoblade Chronicles X, and I have the one for two. I just I like that series, and I would have liked to have have them, but there aren't really any that I miss out on getting that had like statues and stuff. Because once it gets past like ninety dollars for a collector's edition, I ain't buying it. I'd say yeah. one another one I wish I had was the um, Bioshock Two one that came with L, um, LPs in it. That would have been a cool one to get. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was, no, well, it, speaking of this topic, which is the one that you regretted about getting? Yeah, I was about to say, it's not. it wasn't part of it, but like, which one did you not like? Um, I'm going to say there's a lot of them that I like regretted getting and then sold. Like, uh, as far as the ones that I... like, I, I hated the one for Killer's Dead. I didn't like the one for Soul Calibur V. And... There's, there's two... But the one I regret the most was Dead Space 2 because the um, the plasma plasma gun that came with, like the plasma cutter, it's like yeah. it's flat as shit. It's flatter than like a PS2 DVD case, and it's just a laser pointer. And like I should have known, but the way that they made it look, like in the ads and stuff like that, it just looks so much cooler, and it doesn't even swivel. No, it's just flat. Things for me, it it was a double whammy because it happened in the same year, 
happened in the same company and it happened within the next couple of months of releases of what they did. It is the Street Fighter 4 Collector's Edition coupled with the Resident Evil 5 Collector's Edition. Oh god, I which which RE5 Collector's Edition, like the one that came with like the bag and everything? The com- the one that came with the bag and the mini figurine. Oh god, that mini figurine mi- that if I think was made of glass, so if you dropped it, it shattered or something. It was made of of yeah, it was made of like glass. Mm. The funniest part is, as soon as I opened it, Chris's arm popped out. Oh. So I didn't even get to take a picture of it because wa- I, I have a second one. Do you want it? <laughs> Not good. But that that one. I regret paying for because especially the Street Fighter one because it wasn't much. It was like literally the DVD for the anime and a little figure of Ryu or I think it was Sea Viper which was the other character for that game at the time. Speaking of her, I was overhearing some people talking about like watching the stream of their like how they can't play Street Fighter as much anymore because their hands and someone's like oh, I used to main Street Fighter and everyone's just like fuck Sea Viper. Foxy Viper, they're so hard to play. They're so hard. They hurt. It's okay. They have my girl Cammy, and everyone's just horny on main with that. So, but yeah, no, no. It's like those are the two that I, uh, I regret dishing out the money for. Shall we continue on? Yeah, I was trying to say. I think I said mine. Yeah, I did say mine. Okay, um, let's see. Uh, next question is from Shotgun. This is a funny one, because it was before my birthday. What are your plans for your birthday, and why are they giving us all a copy of Valkyrie Profile on PS1? Um, so I already did my birthday stream and stuff like that. And what's funny is uh, they gave me a copy of Valkyrie Profile, so uh, I'm not giving anyone else it. <laughs> And I'm now seeing how many hints were dropped that they were going to, and I just was too fucking stupid to pick up on it. So, <laughs> um, Yeah, that was that. Uh, next one is from Miles. What do you think of randomizers as a whole, and if you like the idea of them, are you interested in trying them out, like game randomizers? Have you tried those yet? I would want to try one. At, at least one, but it would have to be a game that I'm very, very comfortable with. Because otherwise, it's just too fucking chaos. Mm-hmm. And, like, and I guess a lot of people like it for Final Fantasy VIII. Yeah. Well, not not only for that, you know, like you know how they have the mods for like Resident Evil Two, where it's not just area, but enemy and weapon and stuff like that. I know they had one for Resident Evil Two or Resident Evil Four, and I think. I think one of the randomized monsters was instead of a crow, it was those. Was what are those those guys with the swords for hands that you have to shoot in the back? Forget. Um. Which one was this? Um, I forgot the series. For Resident Evil Four. Guys, shoot in the back. Oh, the regenerators, the Iron Maidens. Yeah, the Iron Maidens. So for every crow in the game, there was an Iron Maiden, and that guy got fucked. <laughs> God. 
and especially in the beginning of the game, because he was just like, oh, what's going on here? Oh, what the fuck is Iron Maiden doing here? <laughs> Why are there three? <laughs> so I think it would it would just be an area randomizer. I wouldn't do weapons. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't do enemies as well, because I just don't want that kind of chaos. Mm-hmm. It can be a but, lot. Like, if you're not super familiar, like a lot of people for Resident Evil, they do like the door. Um, they, they do like everything. Um, but changed. If 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 or, I were to do one, I would do I would do for Metal Gear Solid Three. That would be cool if you had different like different bosses and stuff, or just like the different areas. Like for example, instead of doing the Fury, you or doing the Fear, you do the Fury first, <laughs> or the Pain. Sorry. <laughs> Because pretty much, for the most part, except the end, you can use the same weapons for every single boss. <laughs> mm-hmm. So, sorry, I'm typing. I apologize. I'm still listening to you. So I, I would want to try Metal Gear Solid 3. I think the mm-hmm. idea of it is very interesting overall, but I would I would want to... There would be a, a limit. <laughs> mm-hmm. It wouldn't be random everything. It would be just random area. I feel like I Metal want- Gear Solid 2 could be a fun randomizer as well. Oh yeah, the the shell the shells going to like, different struts would be very interesting. In because like orders. two, I feel like lends itself a lot better. Because like um, Metal Gear Solid Three, wall it would be really cool to do it. Um, it's like RE Four, where it's like a linear path where you're going through it. But since um, you have all the door transitions really in two, like it just would be easier to do um, like a room randomizer. Be like, okay, where the fuck? Especially on the fucking boxes on the conveyor belts. <laughs> You get sent to Arsenal instead. <laughs> yeah, you just get left to Arsenal gear. Like, huh? Well, <laughs> actually, yeah, I think two would be very good as well. Two and one, actually, one would actually do very well as well. I would think, especially yeah, with the box I think, system. I think really, honestly, probably all of them. But like uh, up through like the ma- like the first trilogy, I think maybe one two would be a lot better than three. But they all could really work. Yeah. Let's see. I'm trying to think of one for me. Like, I, I want to try one for... Okay, I can't. I keep trying to not move my left hand because it's going <laughs> to... It's going <laughs> to go off. Um, I would like... Um, what do you call it? I think I could do it for maybe a Pokemon game, definitely. Because, like, Pokemon games are pretty easy to just do. Yeah. Um, I think maybe Final Fantasy Four. I could do that one. I like I like the idea of randomizers. It's just like if I I would have to do it all in one go. I would have to do it all in one go because I would not remember in between days. <laughs> yeah, that's the thing. Because like I know some people are like, oh, we need to continue the randomizer from like a week ago. I'm like, how the fuck do you even know what you did? I don't know what I did five minutes ago. Like I'll go, like going around like a Final Fantasy ps1 dungeon that has like five rooms where things change around i'm like i can't even keep that straight how are you doing this after a week people are crazy um let's see what is the next question um next one's from mass this is closer this is this week so it's more up to date what alternatives to main nintendo games from either indies or other AAA companies have you guys had your eyes on like um this game called cassette beasts uh, which is kind of like a Pokemon spinoff. So, like, something that would normally be a Nintendo game, but you're, like, you know, the, like, Pokemon at home, something like that, or just, like, 
something similar vibes. Uh, what was that? What was that Game Freak game that they made? It was like that town simulator. Oh, um, I, I really wanted about. to try I that. It's, I, it, it's I, yeah, like I forgot. Totally, it, it just was out of sight, out of mind. But like thinking of this this question just made me think about that game again. Uh, I wouldn't mind playing it. Honestly, I wouldn't mind many of the farming games that Nintendo was shoving down our throat a couple of months ago. <laughs> yeah. Well, though, though, I don't feel like that was entirely Nintendo's fault. Well, most of them are coming from Square Enix. Square Enix, like, <laughs> yeah, we have, like, three town in, uh, in farm simulators. We're like, do we need those, though? Everyone loves ter- uh, Terraria, right? <laughs> Terraria? Terraria? <laughs> Um, I but. I really haven't been paying attention to anything since like I don't have any that are like Nintendo ones because like I don't like Metroidvanias. I like Metroid, and I yeah. don't necessarily like I don't like Xenoblade Four being an RPG. I like it because it's Xenoblade, so I don't really have any. Maybe that Disney Kart Rider game that mm. everyone keeps on saying that is like like Mario Kart or it could be a competitor. Yeah, but I, I love whenever people are like, oh, it's a Mario Kart killer competitor. I'm like, sure about that? <laughs> yeah, you sure cool. about that? There, there's this. Oh, have you heard? There's this, a there's a Disney game that the Disney card game that's coming out. I think it's oh. like Imagineers or something. And, and yeah, everyone's talking touting, about. And they everyone's a, touting it. A the, Pokemon, the Pokemon And I'm just like. I get it. I get what you're trying to say, but I don't... Like, I saw the how-to-play stuff, and I'm like, it's too confusing. It's really too fucking confusing. There's one thing I think people forget when they're like, oh, man, this is definitely going to get Pokemon, or, you know, insert uh, Nintendo thing here, run for its money. It's like, I don't think you understand what the appeal is. People are like, oh, man, there's no reason to have a Switch anymore with the Steam Deck. I'm like, people who want Nintendo systems and Nintendo games aren't the audience for the Steam Deck. Like, yeah. most people, the audience for the Steam Deck are people who have Steam libraries or want to play other things on the go. Nintendo fans want Nintendo stuff. The thing, that's why every Pokemon, like, knockoff doesn't understand. It's not the gameplay. You can make one that is so mechanically better than Pokemon. But the problem is, people like Pokemon. No one cares about your Pikachu knockoff. People like Pikachu. So nothing is going to usurp the king because you're not the thing they have nostalgia for and I don't I wish people would get that oh yeah 100 percent shall we continue on yeah so I'm like doing like five things at one time right now um no, next fine. one's from pudding cup what other Nintendo IPS would you like to see in movie form uh, none of them <laughs> If I had to pick one in a movie form, I would want to see F Zero because I would I would rip it off as a Fast and the Furious type of movie. <laughs> <laughs> Intergalactic Fast and the Furious, where Captain Falcon is paid yeah. by by Dominic Toretto. <laughs> I feel like if it's a franchise where they don't feel like they could do anything else with it, like because that's one of them. We're like, we don't know what else to do. Then just turn it into something else. Turn it into another anime. Turn it into like. Another series yeah. that could revitalize it, change up, I don't know, change it up, do something else with the characters that isn't racing. Then I don't know. Yeah. If I, if I had to choose an, an IP that I 
because this is coming in with the second question that I would see in movie form that could work. I, I could see a a F Zero Grand Prix style of movie that just ends up being Fast and the Furious because you can have Captain Falcon be an investigator and try to find out the crimes and to get within the races in between each race. I think so. I think Star Fox could do a good one. Yeah, Star Fox could do it. Do, like, do but I want it to be with the puppets. Well. I want it to be the Muppets that they made. <laughs> and yeah, for that one E3 show. <laughs> mm-hmm. Man, I wish I had the money to drop on Jim Henson workshop uh, Muppets of my characters. Oh, there's a follow-up to this one as well. I was trying to think of like, something else. Uh, what IPs do you think would benefit from a TV show rather than a movie? So... Going against this, everyone was like expecting like Zelda and stuff like that. No, I think I think Zelda would work as a TV show. Zelda, I, I think I could also, definitely. Yeah. I also, I was also going to say, I also think Star Fox. If you're going to do a regular Star Fox style of show, I think Star Fox would also work as a TV yeah, show. I could see you that can working as a, like a, um, a like a lo- like you know an anime with different arcs. Give me yeah. one of, of Star Fox Adventures though with the dinosaur planet. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so um, I also think that that would work as a as a TV show very, very well. You can also do Wario Land, Wario Land's whole thing. <laughs> I'm wondering. I always think I'm like Metroid. I don't feel like would do well, but if they pres- if they did Metroid, but maybe framed it more, uh, maybe towards like maybe not horror but thriller, more more like Alien. Like it doesn't need to be gritty reboot, re- gritty reboot, dark, like super dark. I think, but Metroid already has kind of that there. They could definitely. The thing, the thing is, I would want to see see it as bounty hunting, just in general, not not dealing with Metroid mm-hmm. <laughs> in the planet. Yeah, if if, if it was like the adventures in between. Yeah. I'm trying to think of any other ones also, would work well. I, Another fucked up one that I think could do well is Earthbound. That could definitely be like uh, an anime. Yeah. Um. Yeah, that's all I could think of. Maybe I'm really surprised Xenoblade doesn't have an anime counterpart or something because it just seems to be the norm nowadays with RPGs. Yeah. Alright, we do have one more question. Uh, and this is the question that when it was asked and I was in their chat before we recorded, they said, oh, I hope this, I know it's really off topic for your gaming related podcast, but, um, <laughs> I hope it's okay. And the question is, um, because I put in my status is Zachary Quinto girly pop because my artist is obsessed with Zachary Quinto right now. Like my, my artist and I have been friends since Japan like that. So I just, we always yeah, talk. Yeah. And yeah. so they responded and saw mine and said, but is Zachary Quinto girly pop or a girly pop? Now, now I, I'm not in the, in the zeitgeist <laughs> to know what this is. What is girly pop or a girly pop? <laughs> so, um, it's the way people refer to it in a bunch of different ways. Like girly pop tends to be like something like overtly feminine, but people like, mm. but since a lot of people say, "Oh, something's girly pop," and people kind of just like, not that it was ever like always derogatory, but it's been kind of more reclaiming random stuff. Like, I don't know if you saw on TikTok, Slipknot is girly pop. 
like i don't know if you ever got those ones of like like girls doing like or women doing like girly or like feminine dances that they would do at the, like girly girl pop shows but to slipknot and stuff did you see those at all <laughs> okay okay i understand <laughs> and you might have seen that one guy like like angry face doing the macarena in yeah, front of yeah, yeah. okay stuff like that that has all things so things just become girly pop but i've also heard the term someone is girly pop makes them more feminine or possibly even like somewhere in the legibitaqua category mm-hmm. and <laughs> From my understanding, hold on, let me double check here. Because I was trying to understand why they asked me a girly pop, and I'm wondering if Zachary Quinto is is within that or not. Let me see. I could see that. I could see that. Okay. To be yeah. Okay. So yeah. No. He he's he was in an in a relationship with Zach, uh, Jonathan Groff. So. Oh yeah. Okay. So yeah. So like he, he he's somewhere within that. I don't know exactly. But so the answer is yes to both. Maybe <laughs> yes to both. Maybe. So I, yeah. Maybe. <laughs> maybe. <laughs> so that's all of our questions for today. Thank you for asking them the past two weeks. So. <laughs> Please, if you ever have any questions, if you're listening, feel free to ask them at any time. We will answer them whenever the next episode is. And and it doesn't have to be gaming related. It can be yeah, whatever. it can be anything. I mean, we'll, we'll Ken if, likes if rap especially, and stuff like that. Especially if it's just me and you, mm-hmm. <laughs> Timber. Timber, I don't know. <laughs> but um, oh, I did have one thing. So. Have I told you how I'm, like, fairly certain that people just eat Chocobo and people keep pushing it back against me about that? Yeah. I don't know if you saw, I posted earlier, Queena in FF9 is adamant about one eating Chocobo eggs. So I was right. I was right. I just want to put that out there. I had a, I got to prove someone wrong today about people eating Chocobos, and I just, I had to end on a high note of that. That's it. That's all there is for that one. There's nothing else to it. <laughs> but yeah. Where can we find you, Lou? Uh, you can find me Monday through Friday at 8 a.m. Central Standard Time at twitch.tv slash kodiohunter, uh, where I stream retro games, JRPGs, jank horror, whatever I'm in the mood for. We have been playing uh, Final Fantasy uh, IX recently as our main game with some stuff around, uh, but, you know, other side of it on Mondays and Tuesdays. Um in addition to that, you can find me on TikTok, where I've been a lot more active lately. been talking mostly about tokusatsu stuff, because that's apparently what the masses want, is my tokusatsu collection, which isn't really... I don't even feel like it's that big. You're going to have to give me Man. your CSM drivers and stuff now. It's just... You're going to have to. I'm going to need them for content. <laughs> uh, yeah. It, uh, yeah, eventually... I'm, like I said, I have to eventually do this for my collection. Like, I, I have enough... To do that, you know, that, that, that collector's check meme mm-hmm. or that sound bit. I have enough crap that, yeah, I have stuff that is really freaking rare for this one particular uh, particular Star Wars character. That I'm pretty sure that only 50 or so people have. <laughs> because it was given away randomly. <laughs> nice. So I I have like some rare ass crap for this one character 
So, and I eventually need to do that. And because Star Wars Days is coming up on May the 4th, I'm going to have to take a picture with my collection. And then you'll be surprised because it's it's pretty bad. For something that is in tokusatsu that I have a lot of things of, it's, it's pretty fucking bad. <laughs> but... Um, in addition to that, you can also sorry you can also follow my dog on Instagram at rhubarbozoi, plus um, my other stuff. Everything's at Kyoto Hunter. And how about you? You can follow me on my Japanese music based podcast called Ongakudo. We are also every other week. It's every other week that I'm not on this episode, on this podcast, where we do the lovely stuff about the Japanese music industry, talk about the top tens and lovely topics and raging questions, such as, you know, the whole thing about AI and how that is making the whole rage of the industry and how that is going to affect the Japanese music industry from here on out. Mm-hmm. I don't know if we got the correct answers because I'm with two other lovely people that might not know what they're talking about <laughs> but but it's fun nonetheless <laughs> but yeah you can follow that on all social media platforms you can follow where i talk about the new music releases of the japanese music industry at ongakudu.com you can follow me on otycan1 on twitter where i talk about bang dream Ina Aiba, roboco herobo joshi pro wrestling and random stuff about my daughter and i guess star wars that that stuff is yeah but yeah I want to say thank you for listening to this wonderful episode of the Podosaurus here. I've, I've been your host, Ken, saying thank you very much, and have a great day. Bye-bye. Bye. Aloha.